0: And welcome to RingPost Radio. I'm going to take my glasses off. I just forgot I was wearing these. Welcome, everybody, to RingPost Radio, the only show that is the best show in the history of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan 19. with me, as always, is the man, myth, legend, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. You know, it's pretty crazy that uh, Impact Wrestling's doing Under the Seeds the same time that uh, Little Mermaid comes out.
0: Of course. And so you're gonna so what you're saying is that you're deciding between Impact Under Siege and the new little Mermaid.
2: No, no, no. Under the siege.
0: Under the siege. Bum bum ba-dum. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I've been singing that all morning in my head. And and I just looked at something that said under siege and I said, Oh, well, I'm gonna make a stupid joke under now. Uh siege. but hello everyone. We're here on a Friday. Um, and, you know, this is one of those times where I think coming on a Friday actually makes sense because we got a lot to talk about. And I have a lot to say, and I'm well rested for the first time in maybe the history of Rig Post Radio. So, uh <laughs> so we
0: got some, we got some spiciness coming our way, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah, we got we got some spicy chalupas coming up. I don't I don't even know what a chalupa is
0: uh is a chalupa like a big burrito or a smaller burrito it's something
2: it's probably something from that taco bell sells which means i definitely don't know what it is if anyone if anyone listening could tell me what a chalupa is i would really appreciate it it sounds effed up
0: but might be good are you not a taco bell guy are you an anti alex zane
2: i'm actually not an anti taco bell guy i just don't have one near me so i don't go to taco bell
0: Ah, fair enough
2: that's that is the secret of not going to Taco Bell. So I don't really know what a chalupa is.
0: Now I'm going to look it up. All right. Well, while you look that up, oh God, I hate Twitter. Uh, it is a fried tortilla in the shape of a boat. All right. Can can you can I real no, quick <laughs> quick tangent? I hate Twitter. Uh, I think they updated the Twitter Zay. Elon Musk. I guess. Okay. To I think they updated the Twitter. So you know how, like when you like go to write a tweet on like the web version of Twitter, it says, "What is happening?" yeah, now they've just a tiny thing that just frustrates me is now what is happening before is what is happening question mark now it's what is happening question mark exclamation mark. It's just a tiny thing that frustrates me that's just like why 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 did that have to be changed? Why does that little tiny bit have to be changed?, Ugh. I think
2: it's time to be worried for this episode if those little things are what's angering Ryan this morning cuz that means there's probably bigger things that might be angering Ryan this morning anyways <laughs>
0: uh, there's a lot of things that are angering me right now there's a lot of things let's get to it um start up start up we got a big damn show for you folks of course we're talking double or nothing which is the pay-per-view for AEW this Sunday where we're going to be talking New Japan resurgence uh, reviewing that show that happened this past Sunday, we're gonna be talking the best of the Super Junior 30 semi final matches, block final matches, the, the the you know, and previewing the finals that will be happening uh this Sunday as well. Um, we're gonna be talking if we have time for it, and that's why it's getting pushed to the back also because it's a Saudi Arabia show, Night of Champions, to be the Night of Champions show again, a Saudi Arabia event that you and I both forgot that was in Saudi Arabia, which I guess is a point to WWE of how well they are doing of making us forget where these shows are taking place. Um, yeah. So, but they've, we can't, they, we can't, they've, uh, we can't, bring know, it.
2: it's, it's sad because it's actually like one of their better cards too.
0: A world champion is being crowned tomorrow. Yeah. And Gunther's wrestling. And Gunther is wrestling. And versus Ali, so it's probably a squash Um, that's fine that's fine and of course we got a bunch of other news so let's get to the news of the day um starting off with a resolution to one of the bigger news items from the past week which we spent like an hour on in our past episode the united center has officially been announced as the first location for aew collision june 17th um of course united Center is in chicago illinois and when it was announced it was sort of met with a mixed reaction but the immediate reaction was some fans cheering Punk, 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 because as the hardcores all know, Punk. This, this definitely means now, presumably, assume, assuming nothing goes wrong, fourth quarter, uh, this means CM Punk is coming back officially to AEW.
2: <laughs> months ago, he was coming back. i don't know if people wanted to believe me or not but it's happened it's happened it's here and you know you know what i said to someone this week it's nice to be a fan of both cm punk and the elite because then that way you can just enjoy AEW for all its glory and that's what i i'm a fan of cm punk and the elite and you know what's good about cm punk coming back what's that a lot of things cm punk's really good at the pro wrestling part of this whole aspect i don't know if people forget that um Let's just say exciting things are coming in the form of CM Punk in professional wrestling on Saturday nights on collision. Also shut up Scorpio sky and his uh, funny return by just being in the, in the graphic for collision. I thought that was not in, not the graphic, the uh, pre like the little video for it.
0: Yes. I noticed that as well. Scorpio sky, not on the poster. (laughs) Didn't make it to the poster. Uh, yeah, well. Oof. Uh, sorry, Scorp. Um, you yeah, know, uh, I'm excited to see Punk back in. I'm excited for Collision. Um, excited, for <laughs> excited for Collision. Excited for Collision. Yeah, I'm excited to see Punk wrestling again. Uh, I think that's good. I am very interested now, knowing that Punk is officially coming in, and that, well, now knowing that Punk is officially coming in, quote, unquote, unquote, I guess, Um that uh what that ticket sales will sort of look like too for collision because they've not started out great i am still intrigued why we're still
2: terrible this upcoming
0: wednesday i'm i'm still intrigued um or i'm still unsure why they didn't announce punk and why they're why all this effort to make it a surprise obviously the it was we learned that uh the punk surprise is more of punk wanting to be it want it to be a surprise as we have learned in the past week. Um, you're welcome, accidentally. Accidentally, you're welcome. We got broke broke that news uh, accidentally uh, before anyone else. Um, that's fine. That's fine. We're a news outlet. Uh, <laughs> sort of site us. Um, yeah, so uh, so that being the case, that Punk wants to be a surprise, I think that's an interesting tactic. Obviously, they're trying to sell out the United Center again with CM Punk, uh, and at least with the pre-sell, is not anywhere close to a sellout. So, uh, you know, I don't think the expectations for it to be a sellout either. However, I think if they want it to be close to that and want the other days to have better stuff. And if you want to, I would say, advertise a new TV show, I think they need to unveil CM Punk sooner rather than later. Sooner than Collision. I, I, I don't only think
2: they have to do that. I think they need to unveil a card.
0: Yes, that's also
2: very true. As you should for a wrestling show.
0: Yeah. I think once, when when is the, I think, when is the, I think the actual sale goes on today. today. Yeah. Yeah. Today at 10. So maybe we'll get an actual card next week and dynamite or something. To, they're going to see what they're going to see what the sale does and then announce another sure. card later. Um, yeah, I will,
2: I will say tickets are selling a lot better collision wise in the U S rather than Canada.
0: Oh yeah, Canada's, except for the final night of the Owen Hart tournament, which is like 3,000 tickets sold already, there's like one yeah. show in Canada, I think, it's either like Regina or it's like Toronto or something, that has like 600 tickets sold. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oof, that's, yeah. that's yeah, a big one. Other- isn't
2: that the funny thing, though, about all this is like, I know people are going to like specifically look at Collision and be like, oh, co so Buck's not a draw. No one's a fucking draw in this company right now. I just looked at the Dynamite tickets for Wednesday. Yeah. You know, the show that follows up the big pay-per-view, the show that's probably going to be really good. Half the building's still on sale.
0: Yeah. The it's tickets just, are down for AEW across the board.
2: They they went up in price. Mm-hmm. And obviously interest isn't as high as it once was.
0: And it's not a good combo. And it's really paying off.
2: That being said, I think Collision will be fine.
0: Yeah. I think... I I think Collision will be fine. I do think however that announcing Punk will help it a lot and like physically seeing Punk that I I I I hope I see Punk at the end of Double or Nothing. I think that would be a cool closer for the show and I think that would help because I tweeted this out that I was like I feel like it's weird not having Punk in any of the Collision advertising, not even until the first episode because yeah. It, like to me, it'd be like uh, like running Dynamite without having Chris Jericho in. Uh, you know when Dynamite first started in twenty nineteen, it'd be like running Dynamite in twenty nineteen without announcing Chris Jericho or without like you know him right. being in any advertising special. Uh, it just feels weird and stupid. Like I get doing it at first when it's like Rampage, the second episode of Rampage, and all this other stuff. But now yeah. it's like when your company is cold right now, ticket wise selling. Um, you might have to throw out the big guns. That's that's my only yeah. thought.
2: And, and I've tossed out for that reason the idea of him showing up at double or nothing rather than because that that as a initial surprise may be good enough. And then, all right, now you're gonna have to wait to see CM Punk on Collision. Yeah. Um, I think that's always a possibility. I'm nervous about the Canada dates for all the shows. Yeah, truthfully, not just uh, except for Forbidden Door. Um. Obviously, because like the Dynamite tickets, which have obviously been on sale longer, um, there's still there's still a lot. I know for a lot of these shows, they're not opening up the um, bleachers, like you know, the the top sections for a lot of these shows right now. Um, And obviously that's on purpose. Um, But if you look at the tickets for like any of the Dynamite shows that are the same week, obviously, none of it's good. It's all bad. It's all bad, and I think as a collective a collective mindset as an AEW fan, you want them all to be good. This shouldn't just be a, and I know it's going to be Collision versus Dynamite for the foreseeable future, but this should be a AEW trying to get hot again mindset. That's what they need to do. Um, and I think someone made a great point on Twitter this week. This week's Dynamite episode really did feel like We're already on the we're rather rather than building for double or nothing, we're building for collision, uh, forbidden door, all in. They're real key events rather than this pay-per-view. This pay-per-view. Well, I'm sure it'll be great because AW pay-per-views are more often not great than not. They do feel like they're just trying to build to the next thing rather than care about these other things. And I and the last thing I'll say is I would have I know why they didn't do it, but if had Collision maybe started around All In time, boy wouldn't wouldn't it have been better if you know you could have done the shows around Europe rather than Canada. Just a hotter market, all sold out. Presumably a yeah. hotter market. Yeah, I think they would have been a lot better there.
0: Or just run Dynamite in the states and Collision in Europe for a little bit, <laughs> and then and then bring it back.
2: Yeah, just have the two sets over. Yeah, why not? Set.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's all. I think it's all going to be interesting. Well, speaking of trying to like boost, you know, the numbers here a little bit, make everything more exciting and more hot. Uh, AEW have signed arguably the tag team of the year. Uh, I for me, tag team of the last year. Hell,
2: I'll say it: the best tag team in the world today.
0: I would agree. Uh, at least one of them is injured, but that's besides the point. Uh, huh. Aussie Open, uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis have signed with AEW. There was a report an hour before by Fightful saying that WWE and AEW were interested in them. Uh, then it got, and then AEW scooped that out from them. <laughs> so <laughs> Fightful
2: that, does this like a lot. They'll like say like, "There's a heavy, you know, the heavy chance this person returns or this person's gonna sign." And then within a day, it's <laughs> it yeah. happens. And it's like, oh, so you're just giving us a heads up. You're doing the uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge mm-hmm. without saying it and i get that um, it's it's AEW's giving them the scoop to uh hey, to... don't uh, yeah don't spoil it just let the people know like keep an eye
0: out mm-hmm. um uh what was i gonna say about this uh it, uh obviously they i've signed to it they are they weren't signed to new japan Um, a lot of people were sort of upset that they're not upset that AEW signing Aussie open, you know, they come, they would say, most people would say that's completely fair. I would say it's completely fair. Uh, but there were some detractors saying that they were upset that new Japan never got the actual contract clause into them, but baby, that's just how new Japan rolls with foreign talent. They don't sign them for whatever reason for a while. And then until they're actually comfortable with signing them for whatever reason. So, didn't get Austin open here. Uh, that's disappointing. That's going to hurt the tag division in New Japan. Um, but, you know, uh, Kyle Fletcher is a standout. And not only... Oh, sorry, I'm going to take think about this now. Kyle Fletcher is 100% a standout. Kyle Fletcher is 100% like a, a guy that is on the way up, That is that is slowly going to be next. But what makes me frustrated about New Japan not signing them is twofold. One, New Japan missed out on a potential new up and coming foreign star. Yeah. Um I and I think now they're just gonna put all their eggs in El Phantasma's butt basket instead of Kyle Fletcher or anything like that. Um huh, buddy you're getting David Finley and you're gonna like it. <laughs> um twofold this also adds more uh to the fire of Wool Osprey and his contract stuff with yeah. You know Tony Khan likes Will Ospreay. Uh, obviously, he likes Aussie Open. Will Ospreay is very similar to uh, Aussie Open, and Will Ospreay is like, currently working with Kenny Omega and all this other stuff. Um, Will Ospreay's contract comes due January of next year. If if New Japan misses out on a Kyle Fletcher and a Will Ospreay, uh, that's, I don't think that's good for New Japan at all. I'm not saying it's going to happen, obviously. But uh, that wouldn't be good for them. And obviously, they're going to try hard to keep Will Ospreay. But if they miss out on both of those guys, that's a lot of big time, great worker, international talents that are going to lose. And uh, I think a future Will Ospreay-esque character, Kyle Fletcher, uh, is going to hurt them in the long run. Um, And If they lose, Will Ospreay is going to hurt them even more. But what are your thoughts on Aussie Open signing to AEW?
2: Um, I think I can bold. I'm gonna boldly say, it won't hurt New Japan because they have so much young talent coming up. But not having those international main eventers can hurt them. I think we saw that. We obviously saw, you know, the past few years when they didn't have certain people, it did hurt. Um, but at the same time, I do think that they have a lot of. Ye- a lot of things going for them, even without, you know, say, Aussie open now, losing Osprey and Jay White within a year span would be really bad. But they can figure out. I'm not too worried about them. In terms of the AEW side of things, I think they're neat, and, and there needs to be discussion about this. This isn't me saying it's a bad thing, it's a good thing. But they are signing away essentially all of their partners' top stars. Yeah jay white aussie open all right well jay white was a different case because he wanted to come home he not not home but he did, he wanted to come to the states mm-hmm. exclusively but all right so know, those two Rouge bandito Rouge bandito soon to be vikingo i'm sure dragon all lee right. was probably scoped out by AEW, but wb got yeah. him first kanosuke Takeshita, yuka sakazaki the list goes on and on. Every connection they have, they take the top stars. And obviously, some of these companies understand that, and they like that. They 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 understand they are essentially building these stars so that they can move on. And New you, Japan's not that.
0: And you also have the potential of these contracts that are getting signed by, they can become even bigger stars in the States and come sure. back to their domestic markets and yeah. be potentially, they just
2: stars. don't go back. That's the thing. They don't really go back. They go back for like a, a cup match. of coffee yeah. and then come back
0: to catch a back for like a match or two. Yuka, Yuka, yeah. Yuka is like weird. Cause she's like always, well, yung yuka's yung. full on leaving though. Yeah, that's true. She's now, that's, that's she's finally full. That's on a leaving. big thing. Um,
2: um And Yuka has been signed the whole time. So it's different, but yeah,
0: Still, like that is
2: that was the ultimate one. And obviously, obviously Jay White's like
0: also uh, Jay White's not coming back to New Japan at all,
2: right? And I was like, don't get me wrong, they should sign Osio because New Japan wasn't. That's not Tony Khan's fault, that's New Japan's fault for not saying absolutely. But it does get interesting like, how long can this keep going until it's too much? Yeah, and then it's like when I sit here and think of why certain relationships may not have happened yet. I say, huh could be the reason. Um, one way or the other, that certain things don't don't necessarily click. And I think there's a reality, truthfully, where AEW fans just want every great wrestler signed to AEW and they don't because some people are just lazy and they don't want to go find these wrestlers elsewhere. Sure. That's just the that's just always been the reality. I yeah. remember when Makito wrestled in TJ, uh, not TJ, in AEW the first time, they're like, oh, they should sign her. I was like, she is signed to a contract in another company. What do you want them to do? Um, It's just that's always been the case, and I get it because it's your favorite promotion. Why look elsewhere? But AEW only has so much time. I know they're adding two more hours of television, thank God, Yeah, but they only have so much time. I know Takeshi's injured right now, but listen, uh, his injury I don't think it lasts, you know, almost a month and a half. That's yeah. fine, yeah. but it's things like that. People just fall off the face of the earth after a while, and it, you know, signing these people—that is what Tony Khan should be doing. If he didn't sign Aussie Open, he would have been dumb. Yes, but that was my over, my overarching like thought. I was like, ah, this is happening a lot now, you know. Yeah, Takasha made sense. Takeshita did everything in DDT. He could leave. Yeah. Um Yuka Sakazaki did everything TJ could tell you she could leave but but still you're signing these people away it's like I feel like that hurts a relationship eventually because I don't know how much Rossi Open will continue in New Japan they could um a decent amount but they've at least hinted towards that with uh yes.
0: with resurgence.
2: Maybe maybe I'm sour that you know Kyle Fletcher is not going to you know be a big star in New Japan too
0: missing out on that G1 climax Kyle Fletcher run Devastated. Yeah. Devastated. Um, but you know, I, I am excited to see Kyle Fletcher and AEW. I'm excited to see Aussie open there. Uh I hope they go back to New Japan because they were fantastic in New Japan. I, I guess
2: my last thing is if AEW showed more willingness to like share talent for the big tournaments, I wouldn't care as much.
0: Yes. You're But you're, all I you're... get is
2: Lance Archer. Yes and Wheeler Yuta.
0: the idea that when they They'll sign some of your top stars to, uh, you know, to them, international contracts sure. to AEW, to the United States. Yeah. And then when they're like, OK, cool, here's some people. um, Lance Archer. Great. OK, <laughs> you know, Kenny Omega's work in uh, New Japan, but that's, you know, seems more Kenny Omega's Two thing. dates. Been. A couple dates. Uh um, Hasn't been back. Triple <laughs> A, you're a bit, you're a partner right now. Triple A, who do you want? Uh, QT Marshall. You want him? Um. Uh, what else we got what else have we got um, it's so
2: funny to me because like they claim that they need
0: these people they don't need these people half of them aren't on TV yeah I, and more of them could be going out there I don't see why not I don't know. They, they,
2: I, I understand why Brian Danielson's not going to the G1 I get that yeah his body probably can't handle it either truthfully at this point I don't care I would love to see it still but go on right but I understand why you're not sending him yeah but you could send Swerve, you could send Keith Lee, you could send you could send Ricky Starks, you could send you could send J White, you could send all these people that you don't use. You could pretty much send half the Blackjack Battle Royal.
0: I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true.
2: A little uh. angry, a little angry about that. But you know what? Forbidden Door season. Maybe things can change.
0: Who knows? We'll find out after. When they sign him.
2: Osprey away, that could be a limit.
0: <laughs> uh nick khan spoke uh on a podcast i think it was the other day uh about the WBTV rights uh, sort of It's so this Ugh. whole sort of bit with nick khan i thought by the way i'll go into it with the things he talked about but it felt like a lot of throwing spaghetti at the wall of just like throwing out whatever ideas might stick just saying so
2: who would ever do that
0: uh among the ideas talked about was that he said that they would be open to moving Raw off of Monday and that they would also be open to add a third hour to SmackDown. Obviously, yeah. both of these moves would need to come at the right price. He also talked about potential changes to NXT with the idea of building up ratings and being able to eventually get stronger renewal rights for the product to the point of marketing again as a third major brand instead of developmental. He also said that considering making the third hour overall more adult-oriented, and that they might go back to the old strategy of NXT having a higher level of star power on the show, using more experienced talent from Raw and SmackDown, and no longer considering it a developmental show. As I said before, he also noted that he they can move SmackDown off of Fridays. Uh, so yeah, he's talking about changing up the third hour of Raw, moving Raw off of Monday, moving SmackDown off of Friday, uh, moving to maybe moving Tuesday around, making NXT a third brand. I think I also read somewhere that he mentioned adding a whole other show there's talks of like wanting to do a lucha libre show at this point yeah, it, all should, be, it all should be noted at this point negotiations are still legally exclusive for nbcu for raw i believe i read somewhere that the fox window has ended they could still negotiate with fox but the exclusive happened. fox thing has ended so yeah i don't know if they want to do that he's also mentioned uh, ideas of telecasting raw or smackdown onto another product like so obviously uh raw is on usa but they could telecast it to nbc uh and get that sort of dual purpose uh tv viewing so thoughts on this whole uh Nick Khan thoughts and what could be coming uh in this new tv rights negotiations for wwe uh, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of spaghetti.
2: third hour Smackdown bad um raw get it changing up what their third hour is. So I feel like I've heard of that forever. Bring back raw underground um <laughs> uh, Smackdown moving nights wouldn't be a big shock. They've done Tuesdays before,
0: obviously, yep. so that's not really like a big deal to me. But the Moving. presumption the presumption there also would be if smackdown moves it would be still live because that's you yeah. know live sports.
2: Moving raw that's disgusting. Don't you ever think about that? It's been Monday night raw for as long as it's existed, do not. Don't, don't do that. That's not acceptable. Um, just it just does sound like a lot of just hey, let's just say all these things and maybe one will catch on type of thing. Yeah. Um to me maybe probably half majority of it doesn't matter won't matter uh nxt is a third brand ha you had your shot at that you gave up on it long ago it's developmental couldn't be more developmental if you try it's developmental and nxt uk combined It is nxt 2.0 and nxt uk combined your least popular versions of the nxt brand as one yeah not gonna happen um, yeah, that's just a lot of Nick Khan BS. I don't have many thoughts about it other than. No, none of it's going to become anything.
0: The only thought I had about this was uh, being open to moving all that stuff around their entire schedule and lineup around is very interesting. Adding a third hour of Smackdown would be tough just because if you know, if it stayed on Fox, it would be tough. Yeah. If They move, they can add a third hour. That means more money for the company so I can see why they're pitching it. Also, but if it stays on Friday, that runs up against Rampage. If they move another show, they can move to Wednesdays. <laughs> they can move... It's Rampage. <laughs> no, no. My point is that, like, yeah, I know. you know, in a, in a, there's a world where, like, SmackDown stays on Fridays and has a third hour up against Rampage. Their pay-per-views are on Saturday. And... Uh, oh, thank you, Jesse. Very kind of you. Thank you. Give me a glass of water. Um, and uh, Raw gets moved to, I don't know, Wednesdays. You know, like... I, not yeah. saying that's going to happen, but that's just like... Wednesday Night Raw and Thursday Night Smackdown. It feels Weird. like there there's an open door to like, well, we can move things around and maybe just destroy our competition if we wanted to. <laughs>
3: that's, yeah. just, that's what it feels yeah. like to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if, if a network came to them and said, we have a Wednesday slot with a billion dollars for you on the line, they would say yes in an instant. Yeah, And I don't think it would be because of the AEW aspect. It's the aspect. Oh, you want to give us that much money? <laughs> yeah. yeah, here you go. Yeah, that's, like, awesome that's what I think of it more of. Uh, and their openness is for that reason, right? Now yeah. they're looking for that. and I'm sure they're going to get plenty of money for both on SmackDown. Because SmackDown, despite it technically being a fail on Fox, just because like Fox wanted more money from it, um. It's established itself as a brand. Remember when yeah. last time TV deals came out, you, uh, you know, NBC didn't want it anymore and then they sold it to Fox and now it's a hot commodity all of a sudden. So,
0: yeah, yeah, no, see. it's, it's, they've turned SmackDown around to be a little bit better and yeah, I don't know if they would, if Fox, obviously they did not nail a deal exclusively with Fox, uh, to a new SmackDown.
2: Get my hopes up that happens. I <laughs> think
0: I think it's fully going to probably go back to NBC Universal, or it just goes somewhere else com- completely entirely. They're working a lot with Disney uh, on different sort of small little projects here and there. So there's Nick Amazon, is certainly maybe. yeah he he keeps talking about Amazon as well. So he certainly has foots in the door of different other properties. Um, yeah. And he keeps mentioning them despite being exclusive legal talks with that uh, NBC Universal. So. I don't know. It seems like Nikon is open to business. I could see the NBC universal exclusivity window end, and then they talk to like everyone to try to get the most amount of money possible. As you should,
2: as you should though. I I'll be shocked if NBC loses raw.
0: Yeah, I would be too. I I think, I think NBC is going to do everything in the power to do it. And there's another aspect to this whole thing that I actually want to talk about that. I just remembered. I should have written this down. Um, this is all happening, this rights, TV rights negotiation deal is happening in the midst of the WGA, WGA writer's strike. In yeah. the midst of a bunch of studios and television media properties are having a bunch of productions halt, a bunch of writers uh, not being able to write scripts. And I should stay completely for the WGA, WGA strike, as a member of the IATSE union, obviously I, I fully support them, I fully support not getting rid of the writer's room. I fully support paying them streaming fees rights, because streamers at that point make enough money like any other studio. Uh they should be paid we should be paid the same as other studio rates. And third, a th- big one that I think is flying under the radar is getting AI out of the fucking writer's room. Um, because no one really talks about that much. But that I I am so anti AI, you don't wanna talk about it. It's insane. But that's a whole nother story anti. for now. I can if anyone if anyone asked about it, I will give you how happily give you an answer about why it's bad and why it's uh, horrendous for like the future of like all writing in general. Um, Beyond that, I really fully support them. But a bunch of productions and a bunch of studios are are now losing written content. WWE is sitting right here with three. Six, well, three plus two, maybe, maybe three with SmackDown, five to six, plus NXT, plus a Lucha Libre show they want to do. They're sitting here with, I don't know, roughly 10, <laughs> t- 10 hours, hours of content that they maybe want to push, live content that they're trying to sell at a time where smile, a bunch dude. of studios do not have any written content being made right yeah. now. We oh.
2: can say all we want about WWE. They have a lot of leverage. They're smart. <laughs> There's a reason they are in where, the position they are in. There's a reason Fox paid them so much money and they said, "Yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. Have our show. Uh we'll we'll book for you. We'll give you Roman Reigns." That's it. Um you know, that's why that's why they make all these deals and that's why they're despite you know the past couple of years having the worst shows you know i think wwe's ever had until triple h took over and even some of those stink um they they're they're just making record profits and they're going to keep making record profits and they're going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it we're, we're we may not talk about it today but they have a freaking saudi show where they're going to make shit ton of money mm-hmm. on saturday mm-hmm. and you know what the peacock deal is under for wwe they have more eyes on their product than ever because of that streaming service yeah i know not all however million are watching it yeah but it's a lot more than they were watching on the network a lot more potential eyes exactly that's why wrestlemania was the most watched wrestlemania ever it's just the reality here because when you go onto peacock if you go onto the app if a wwe live show is happening on that service mm-hmm. it is the top presented thing Yep, They know what they're doing. It's smart all around. I got to give them credit where credit's due. I may not love all their business tactics, but damn it, 10 hours of potential live television per week? Yeah, that's going to make them bank because live content is the best content Mm -hmm.
0: right now. Mm -hmm. Especially right now, where they now have a bunch of money and they can just funnel it into WWE. I am... Uh, well, you know, with the whole collision thing, there was that report uh, on the media call of like, oh yeah, it's not really a new deal. We didn't even get extended. I'm like sitting here like, H- how did you not figure out a new deal? How did you not extend the contract? Now's the time, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like you got it. Like being loyal to to Turner, I think, is a dumb idea because now is the time. Uh, you know, we don't know about their one year uh contract being extended or whatever the one year option. But it's like now's the time to sell your product. Yeah. WWE has stumbled into the perfect time where they have the most amount of leverage.
2: We we are watching the only TV shows. We are covering the only TV shows right that don't have to worry about the the strike. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Like I know it's like more sports like because you know it's live and it's live in ring competition. But of course. This is the only TV show on TV that doesn't have to worry about this. Yeah. Well, both of them. Yeah. And they should be taking advantage of that in every single way. In 52 forward.
0: weeks out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. we yeah. will see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of, we'll seeing what happens. Uh, this Sunday is the double or nothing show for AEW. The pay-per-view coming out of Las Vegas, at the T-Mobile arena. Um, the lineup is pretty much set. There'll probably be more matches announced, probably one more match announced. Dave projects one more match being announced on Rampage tonight, tomorrow. I don't know. Um, but we got a basic card here for double nothing. So you ready to preview this bad boy, Scotty? Yeah, I'm already gonna say that I hate is, I hate that there's no
2: zero hour. I hate it. Well, zero hour per-
0: announced yet, that right? There's presumably going to be one, right? Well, I know there's gonna be—is
2: um, it House of Black and the Acclaimed? I think. Yeah, that's the that's the, that that's the match that
0: Dave is is saying happens, pick, which you know, happens in which makes
2: sense. They've been building to that. Um, for, mm-hmm. they've been building up the acclaim for that. I wouldn't say they've been building the story to it, but who the hell cares? Just trio belt. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, I, I think it's at least interesting, kind of where we're going here. Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: let's talk about the show. Yeah, let's talk about this bad boy. So, the first mass- match uh, on this little docket here, Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match with, of course, it has here Special Enforcer, but I was told he was in Adam Cole's says, corner.
2: Well, it says Special Enforcer in the graphic.
0: Yeah, that, that I. but I thought he was in his corner, but it doesn't matter. Special Enforcer Sabu, who showed up on oh, Dynamite this past homicidal, Wednesday.
2: Homicidal, suicidal, genocidal. Else. So, when when Adam Cole was talking about this on Dynamite the other day, mm-hmm. when he was saying from Las Vegas stuff like that, I was like, oh, it's just gonna be Mike Tyson again." Mike Tyson's not from Vegas, but he fought in Vegas enough that they could have just lied and say he's from Vegas. Yeah, um, I thought it was gonna be, I thought said, it was gonna be John Moxley. John <laughs> Moxley again shows up. Then when he said homicide, I was like, "Oh, oh dear God." <laughs> um, I, I, I want to say that I think this has been the second best built match on the show yes i firmly believe
0: that i think underratedly built well i think i think it started kind of wonky and it really took off of that brit angle yeah and and right
2: the rod the roddy match i think was a good way to continue building it and well i think adam cole was a little shaky this past week like you know he just stumbled over his words once or twice Mm -hmm. which happens that's just wrestling. Um, this, this story has been built that I'm actually interested in watching. It. That being said, this needs to be it. We don't continue the Chris Jericho feud till the next pay-per-view. Not Forbidden Door because that's not happening. And I think that's hopefully our out here is that because Forbidden Door is next, I don't have to worry about this story continuing. Yeah. Um, I have Adam Cole feels like he's destined for the big title match with MJF. That's the rumor as well. Whether it's all in or all out or <laughs> all in or
0: all out, in or all out or forbidden door, I don't know out.
2: it won't be full gear. it'll be either all in or all out I think so I think he needs to win your fighter fest um
0: a road rager, <laughs> maybe
2: funny uh, if you think m j s gonna wrestle with those
0: yeah um yeah, I mean yeah, main event of all in that does all sound. out. I think it would be all out. I think it would be all out as well. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a and maybe I don't think I I don't think they even have the world title defended on all. I agree. And I also think, well, you know, it doesn't matter because you've already sold the building out, but like, I don't know, after after this past storyline with MJF and uh, the ticket sales for collision with MJF currently on top as announced, you know. I don't think his ticket sales and star power are quite as we what we would all agree, uh, them being. Um, but yeah, I think this match, Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole, I think I'm very excited for it. Uh, Adam Cole's, uh, unsanctioned brawling matches stuff in NXT were always pretty good. At a certain point, they would get self-indulgent, but I don't think, uh, Chris Jericho will allow Adam Cole's self-indulgence to show out because Chris Jericho has to get his self-indulgence in. So, Beyond that, um, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Sabu just throw a chair at Chris Jericho's head because, uh, you know, that's going to happen. And yeah, I think it should be gnarly. I think it should be a gnarly bout. Um, I Yeah, I, I can fully expect maybe Chris Jericho getting handcuffed to the rope and Sabu throwing a chair at Chris Jericho's head. And that's that'll be the finish or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm Adam Cole needs to win. 100%. Adam Cole definitely. Is. This is his big feud coming back from a years-long injury, uh, this should 100% be an, a slam-dunk Adam Cole win. Unless they're continuing the feud for whatever reason, but they, I don't think they should. That's why, I,
2: that's why I need Adam Cole to win, so we're not continuing the feud. Uh, next up. Isn't, isn't the heart... Ter, the Owen Hart ceremony on this show? Ceremony? Like opening ceremonies? Yeah, like, didn't didn't they announce an opening ceremony? I'm, I like... A, I'm 100% sure they did. I know, I
0: have no clue what they're even talking about. Maybe. All right. Maybe 26. that can make sense, because the idea I was got that... it. I got it right here. The announcement
2: was first made by Tony Khan in the April 26th episode. Kai revealed the opening ceremonies of the tournament will take place at the Double or Nothing mm. Pay-Per-View. Now, what does that so mean? What
0: does opening ceremonies They'll
2: announce mean? who's in it. Okay. Okay.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> That's, interesting.
2: that's that's that has to probably be it but yeah so that's something to look forward to i just i just want because they haven't said it since then they haven't even clearly because you were like what
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> And also there's going to be presumably new japan involvement just like right just like last year but also because some matches will take place in forbidden door Can't i wait want... for ishii yeah. because you know it's just going to be him. <laughs> the uh shoda umano maybe i don't know um that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Who's, who's from Canada? Who Who is who is in the States right now or has access to Canada very easily? Ooh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Should we all look at the New Japan roster? No idea. No. Let's move on. Six-man tag team match. Ethan Page and the Guns taking on the Hardys and Hook. Yeah, they did a write-off angle of Isaiah Cassidy with a neck injury angle. And Hook is the replacement. So again, Ethan Page and the Guns versus Hardys and Hook. Why is this a pay-per-view match? Yeah, this 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 this
2: screams buy-in to me. <laughs> this screams main event of Rampage to me.
0: <laughs> it's a Rampage this, feud. It's a Rampage feud.
2: This is terrible. You put this... Listen, listen, listen. Hey, listen! Or whatever the fuck he says. Uh, this is dumb. Like, this angers me that this is a pay-per-view match. In what world is this a pay-per-view match? This feud isn't hot enough to be a pay-per-view match. Why wasn't the firm deletion the final everything of this? Why is it still going? Is it because we need Jeff Hardy on a pay-per-view? You couldn't think of something better for Jeff Hardy? Oh, maybe a blackjack battle royal? Uh Ugh! and Keith Lee has to go on for another month because of this?
0: Jay White and Juice get no singles match in the pay-per-view the because of, black of this?
2: Guy. I'm a blackjack battle royal because of this?
0: Absolutely awful. I think the match can be redeemed if the guns come out to 50 Cent again. That's true. That's true. That's that's true. Big... I may, I may take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I have about the match.
2: I, uh, I had, I had to rant because i I was going to save it for the Blackjack Battle Royal, but I, well, this, this was a
0: perfect opportunity. Let's, let's roll right into it with the next match I have here. Not the Blackjack Battle Royal yet. We'll save that for later. Instead, we'll talk about the AEW TBS title match: The ah! Hardkill versus Taya Valkyrie.
2: Taya hey, Valkyrie's bad.
0: Yeah. She's.
2: I watched that match with Lady Frost was rough,
0: and it it wasn't. And I thought I like Lady Frost too, and I think Lady Frost did okay in it, but I thought Taya was was Taya was bringing the match down.
2: If you watched that, if you were a first time viewer, and you watched that match from the entrances till the end, you would have thought Lady Frost was the signed. Yeah. Competitor, mm-hmm. not Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Woof. <laughs> that was bad. And some people are saying that Taya Valkyrie should beat Jade Cargill. We've waited this long. Why don't we just keep waiting? At this point, I don't want to see Taya Valkyrie as champion. Are you kidding me? Just put If, if we're just going to toss the title on someone to get it off of Jade, Taya Valkyrie is probably at the bottom of my list for that.
0: I don't know. I feel like now's a good time to put the title on Willow. Ooh, too late! Another Ooh, company did it. Another right. company that's, did it. Too sorry, sorry, TK. Right.
2: New Japan did something much sooner than you. Well, we have to be fair. To Tony Khan he pitched Willow Nightingale for that match, so he should kick the credit. I like how people like he pitched her for the Mercedes match. I was like, no, they asked him, "Do you have a competitor we can put in this tournament?" And he said Willow, and they just happened to Booker till the main event because. In That's a, what was obvious in a match that she was going to lose. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, oh, yeah. Let's Tony, Tony Khan, Khan looked credit at, here. Tony Khan looked at the roster and you no, know, yeah. And you're saying like people are saying Tony Khan said this on a media call that he pitched Willow and that he should be getting some credit here. No, because he looked at his roster and said who is someone that can believably <laughs> win their first match and then lose to Mercedes Monet. And I'm gonna be okay with it. He did not pitch That's the most important part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did not pitch Willow beating Mercedes and this being her big spot. He did not pitch that. <laughs> no. No. This anyway.
2: TBS title
0: couldn't be more dead. Yeah. I will say I will say this. I heard this mentioned on other podcasts, and I agree with it. That I will say this. Hats off. Uh I think this. Despite how bad this match is going to be and how how despite how bad I think Ty valkyrie is at wrestling, this is probably the the best well booked the most well booked Jade Cargill feud in uh since since I don't know <laughs> I don't know
2: Athena probably who also should have beat jade.
0: Uh yeah that match did happen. That match stunk because Athena was like talking so loudly the entire match and that's all you could hear because the crowd was dead.
2: I don't even remember that match. Um Yeah, this sucks. This sucks. I'm so done. And like the problem is it's not even Jade's fault. It no. really isn't. No. It's booking's fault. They've booked her into this hole where she can't have enough matches to improve because every match she has is squash. Yeah. And anytime she has a match against someone real, she's not ready for it. Yeah. And this is not gonna be good. This is gonna be absolute stinkage. Yeah. But here's the here's the thing we've accepted, right? We've accepted this. This There's an Anna J match from one of these pay-per-views with Jade that was a dud. Absolute dead. Yeah. So I'm not. Uh. I'm not looking forward to this one, to say
0: the least. No. Well, how about this? Here's a match that you might look forward to: the AEW Women's World Title match, Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. If the match happens, because as said on uh, AEW Television, as said on the media call yesterday with Tony Khan, as reported on by various outlets, Jamie Hader shoot hurt, legit hurt. Yeah. Going into yeah. the world title defense.
2: Yeah, Fightful reported on this uh, that the women's division could look vastly different because of how Jamie's actually hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously Tony followed that up. And it's pretty... I said this... I don't know if I said this to you or someone else, but I said it's kind of weird how we just booked this match.
0: Yeah. It is weird that this match just got booked, especially when someone's injured. You didn't have to book this match. No. So, like... Assuming all goes well, like and and she she also booked this match while she was hurt. That needs to be clear. She yeah, Tony Khan booked this match while Jamie Hayter is injured. Peak injured, like
2: hasn't competed specifically like after the injury angle. It's not like they booked it before the injury angle and then they did the injury angle, right? Yeah. Again, shoot her. That being said, if we look at this match on paper as is, assuming all happens, mm-hmm. it should be a great match. do I think it's going to happen as is? Not really. No one's giving me hope that it is.
0: Yeah. I'll also Um, say here that, you know, let's say Punk returns at the end of the show, right? Scott A's unsure. He's going to win. He's going to be Jamie Hayter. No, I I, I don't remember if I said this on the show or if I said it off air to you, that if Punk's returning, you know Tony Khan, he's got to do two returns in one night. Uh, so if punks are returning, who's the other person returning? I think that Jamie Hayter doesn't wrestle the match, which would be bullshit, and Thunder Rosa wrestles the match instead, I mean, and we do wins the belt, and maybe wins the belt, and they bring Uh-oh. that to collision.
2: Oh, oh, brother!
0: <laughs> it's Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Big conspiracy theory hat on, but um. Well she's clearly ready. <laughs> she's, not <like> she's, <laughs> she's clearly ready to go if you have to believe any observer reports. Um I don't know. Yeah, that's complete completely like conspiracy hat. But like why book this match if someone is legit hurt? That doesn't uh-huh. make any sense to me. Uh so there has yeah. to be some other reason, and I'm trying to grasp at straws here uh god please just put sheena in the match if
2: this is the case just just so we at least have a good match
0: yeah my fear Uh, is that like it's going to be like a kind of a squash sort of like tony storm's gonna come out just beat her ass and then that's it tony storm's champ
2: yeah i'm not feeling great about this
0: if Um, if tony storm wins here or thunder rosa or anyone else wins this match we talk can we then talk we'll talk about this on sunday potentially Jamie Hader's title reign,
2: absolute waste.
0: Absolute waste.
2: What, what absolute is- letdown for someone who it's
0: not again. It's
2: not even her fault.
0: No, she got it's injured. Not. I mean, that's 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 no, that's
2: no, but not even the injury. She's been in the fucking outcast rivalry for months, which
0: is Brit's feud. But we'll talk about this. We'll probably save this for Sunday. So I'm gonna save that feud, that discussion, probably on Patreon.com forward slash Count um for the $1 tier or the $5 tier or both. Uh I'll whatever one, subscribe to the Patreon and you'll be able to hear our live thoughts of this double or nothing. I'm doing it now because we're gonna spin that thought. I'm suspecting that Jamie Hater is not gonna hold the title after this. But we'll see. We'll see. Kind of funny if she did. I would love if she did. I don't know if she will. Uh next match. Let's go back to Angry Scotty.
2: This, this is the company, mind you. This is the company where a guy said, if they could help us regarding stardom in their women's division. This is the man that said, oh, if they could help us. What do you mean if they could help you? You're booking of Valkyrie in pay-per-view matches. You're booking Jay Cargill who can't wrestle more than five minutes. That's not her fault. You're you're booking an injured champion against Tony Storm just so that it all doesn't matter. And you have your main story in the women's division not even being about
0: the world champion. Like you said, it's about Britt. What well, you have to remember, Scotty, is that Tony Khan contacted Rocky Romero. and uh...
2: Yes, to get to stardom. Yes, because Rocky Romero is the source. <laughs> Absolutely. Rocky Romero is probably like, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Rocky Romero Rocky Mario has two phones, his New Japan phone and his stardom phone. When he picks up the stardom oh, yeah. phone, he puts oh, on yeah. a fedora. Oh <laughs> Just... yeah, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure Rocky Romero <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the question being asked was very smart because Forbidden Door is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, if you heard, listened to that and thought anything other than Yeah, this isn't this is a, the only way Stardom and AEW work together is if New Japan slash Bushi Road. Forces one of them over.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah.
2: You're gonna get money though, so.
0: Yeah. Well, we were going to. We'll have to we still don't know anything about the single injury. How bad. Now it is. you're not. Yeah, now, now, now you're probably speak. not for at least a while. She signed
2: a new Japan contract.
0: Yeah. So. Um AEW International Title, Twenty One Man Battle uh, Black Jack uh, Battle Royal. We don't necessarily know if it's gonna be like a casino battle royal where it's like, hey, people come out and waves or whatever, or if it all sure starts at once. But yeah, so the competitors are here, of course. Orange Cassidy defending his title in a battle royal against the following people. Dustin Rhodes, Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, The Blade, Brian Cage, Ari Davari, Tony Nice, Pentel Miedo, Ray Phoenix, Juice Robinson, Big Bill, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Ricky Starks, Kip Sabian, Jay Whiteo, Bandito, Lee Moriarty, Commander, and The Butcher.
2: I don't... Listen, I don't like Battle Royals at this point anymore. I just don't. I think A w battle royals for the most part are bad. but if you really wanted to just get everyone on the card, why didn't you make this the zero hour and then just give Orange Cassidy a normal last match?
0: If it was on the zero hour, you just that's just a battle royal what, what's the what's You could the have
2: six? had someone win that yeah. and then challenge Cassidy on the show.
0: Ooh, and that could play into the story of Orange Cassidy doing you know, having all these defenses and uh yeah. and being super injured and stuff. Yeah. And now the guy the guy's facing worked early in the night, so it's a better match for Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Instead we just
2: combined it all into one. And made a title match Battle Royal. Which Orange Cassidy Orange Cassidy's probably still gonna win. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because Swerve and Keith Lee are not gonna win unless they fight over the international title moving forward. Jay White Bandito, not Jay White, Bandito, Jay White, Juice, and Starks are probably not going to win either unless they're fighting for the international title. I, don't me. I mean, Big Bill, Brian Cage, Commander, Butcher, Blade, Tru- Chuck Taylor, Trent Barretta, Dustin, Tony, Sorry Davari, Phoenix, Penta, they're all not winning. Kip Sabian's not winning. The only people I, I can help. see, the only other person I can see legitimately maybe winning on this is Bandito, I don't think that's happening. I think it's Orange Cassidy.
2: Orange Cassidy's, you know, record-long reign that people have loved ending in a battle royal would be the funniest thing
3: of yeah. all time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's being said, it should not happen. Should not happen. I am very upset that this is the pay-per-view match.
0: Yeah. Now, it should be said, we just sort of complained about, like, four matches in a row probably still gonna be good <laughs> you know probably yeah i mean well no no i didn't really care. so jamie and tony i'm not complaining
2: about that match i'm excited if that match actually happened as is yeah but i'm not i'm not confident it's going to yeah i agree no i agree the rest of the card i'm excited for oh god i hope i i might have hurt myself with that one
0: awtnt title match and a ladder match Wardlow versus christian cage no, I'm glad. Honestly, I am very glad that they reminded the audience and me specifically that Wardlow is a uh, recent, you know, last year, two years ago, whatever it was, was the face of the revolution revolution ladder match winner, which is what yeah. caused him to eventually go on and win the TNT title. I'm very happy that they remind us of that because I fully forgot that he won that match. But yeah. reminding that us of that here. Uh, is a very good spot because now it made it more believable why Wardlow pitched a ladder match. Because he won one previously, which then allowed him to win the TNT title, which is the title getting defended here. Christian obviously is well documented for his history of ladder matches. So that all being said, this is a different kind of ladder match for Wardlow. Uh, Before, he's the big guy that can catch people and stuff and then eventually win the match. Now, but even that match, there was also Hobbs and Keith Lee, I think, as well. So it was a big boy match as well but uh now we're talking like uh Wardlow and Christian Cage. Christian Cage can't probably bump around a lot like he used to do with ladder matches. Wardlow is not like a high flyer sort of thing. I suspect that we'll get sort of more I th- suspect we'll get more of a Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels ladder match than a you know, Lucha Brothers ladder match, but uh I you know, I think this should be good. I think, you know, they can construct a good match here. Um, and yeah, I think it, you know, the built sort of kinda is weird, but it makes sense in other ways if you remember things. So I don't know. I think that should be fine, should be good. But uh, what do you think? I think
2: Christian Cage should win. Ooh, spicy. I think Christian Cage should win. I think Wardlow should be packed up and sent to uh collision. <laughs> Sure? No, don't ruin Collision already. Uh, (laughs) Send them to Rampage. He he should be rebuilt. Yeah, there you go. He should go to the Rampage crew for now. Um, Nothing about Warlord does anything for me. And if this... If this was to stupidly somehow get back to Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs, I'd lose my freaking mind. I don't want to keep running back the same three feuds for this title. Listen, you know when this title got great again? When we had the king of television as TNT champion. You know when it got great again? When Darby Allen was holding this title. And then it all went to shit when Wardlow got it. Because then we had to have Powerhouse Hobbs on QTV for some reason. And that stunk. Anyone that didn't think that stunk is lying to themselves, by the way. That was never good. It was awful. Yeah. Was I happy Powerhouse Hobbs finally won a title?
0: Absolutely.
2: But did they ruin that within
0: a week? Absolutely. Uh, Well, somewhat almost instantly because QT also helped uh, helped Will Hobbs win. I don't know why this title is
2: like... Just it's so galaxy brain type shit for Tony Khan where he just kind of loses his mind booking, but it's just the, what happens last year. Remember, was it last year with Scorpio sky and Sammy Guevara? Probably, but yes, maybe that's probably last year. Oh, remember I can that? Look, I That's that dunk that. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, we had, uh, last year was, uh, Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conchi against uh ethan page scorpio sky and Paige van zant
0: oh so it wasn't even the title match it was
2: yeah but that was that was, was uh um, during the rest of uh scorpio sky's reign they wouldn't be able to challenge for the title anymore god that's stunk we haven't got to that bad yet but I don't know. Wardlow champion could get me pretty close. I just have Christian Cage win. That could be interesting. That could be heel mid card champion that's actually booked correctly wouldn't be a bad idea.
0: Yeah, and maybe you know that could eventually tie off into a Christian Cage Jungle Boy gimmick again. You can get Jungle Boy a TNT title reign. I think uh, Jungle th- Boy is turning heel. I think he is as well. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling there's going to be a heel turn, and I don't think it's Sammy Guevara. Uh, <laughs>
2: oh no, he already has his baby face turn officially.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll get to that match in a bit. Um, AEW World Tag Team Title match with special guest referee Mark Briscoe. The FTR uh, is going to defend their titles against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I don't think Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett are going to win here. I think it's going to be an old school tag team wrestling match is going to be a dusty finish again and Jeff Jarrett's going to get another shot of f- f- selling him winning the title despite not actually winning the title and it'd be sold so well I would love it and then Mark Briscoe's yelling at him no you didn't win it and then something else is going to happen and then yeah um I thought the Ho angle uh the the Dax Harwood promo was a little weird but otherwise Mark Briscoe saved it I think they did a good job of establishing the line of where Mark Briscoe is sitting between all of these individuals and then him going up the ramp, pushing several people out of the way, just whapping Jeff Jarrett in the face was hilarious. Um, So, yeah, I think this match, I think this match will be good. I don't expect FDR to lose here. uh, And I don't know. I don't think they're going to turn Mark Briscoe heel. I think he is ultimately going to side with the faces after Jay Lethal does something that Mark Briscoe doesn't like, hurt his friendship, and then they can spin off into a feud or something on Ring of Honor. What do you think about this match? People are going to think I hate AEW by the end of this preview. Why is this a pay-per-view match? I've
2: seen Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal challenge these titles so many times. Two
0: times, right? Two or three? in like the past like four months Yeah, that, that part's true, <laughs> that, that yeah, part's probably
2: like, true. Uh, i just it doesn't do much for me but you know what it is what it is um i think the match will be good and ultimately i'm not buying this pay-per-view for these matches i'm buying it for one specific match so it almost doesn't matter um i just hope that uh I hope that uh F T R is can you know get their heads back on straight because um uh, kinda getting sick of this uh this thing that they're doing. It's it's frustrating where it's like we're kinda we're kinda babyface, but we're also kinda heels because Dak can't shut up. Um like I wanna get away from that and just kinda get back to the FTR that was great last year and that was it. That's the FTR I like. I don't like this like meta mindset FTR. I think that stinks.
0: I think part of that is that like, I think FTR is still trying to do their gimmick from last year, their baby face sort of ideas last year. Yeah. The problem is I think the FTR talking, talking with Dax podcast has soured Dax Harwood so much in the eyes of hardcore fans. Um, that it has hurt their baby face stuff. So they can't do what they've been doing anymore because they sure. it, it got hurt. They decks kind of ruined their shine that they were getting. Um, now they need to do something else. They could turn heel here, but that would be turning Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal maybe face, and that would be dumb. Um, so yeah, I think they're just in a situation where they're going to keep trying and make things good, um, but ultimately they've soured a lot of uh, soured a lot of stuff with the fans um, and until that is fixed they're going to be in this sort of limbo position sounds like a friend of theirs um, <laughs> so I think they'll they'll figure it out maybe we'll see what happens with them I've heard stuff about collision where like some people are getting like gimmick changes and changing up the characters a little bit maybe that happens with FTR of collision who knows we'll find out this pay-per-view find out June 17th
2: well I know who should beat them and they just signed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't wait that long, either.
0: <laughs> I agree. i book
2: that for all in, all out, whatever one you prefer.
0: You can do that for Bidden Door easily, if it depends on I, how long. I'm guessing
2: Mark's not back by
0: then. Yeah, because that's, what, four weeks away at this point? Yeah, this will no, We're going to
2: get a House of Torture versus the Champions, remember?
0: I would love that, honestly. <laughs> That'd be fucking
2: awesome. <laughs> I want... I really want House of Torture on this year's Forbidden Door pay-per-view just yeah. because like the fans would boot and it would work perfectly because I don't think people realize that the point of House of Torture is to be booed out of the building. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty fun.
0: You know what you FTR know what? versus FTR versus House of Yujiro. <laughs> God trying to work Yujiro. You know what I legitimately think it should not be easy. Like watching Jeff Jarrett. Well, that's what I was about to say. We should do <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Evil and Ujeiro. <laughs> we need to do that as a team. That for the net ta- for the tag titles. Now we're now we're cooking. Now we're cooking, baby. Oh, that's, what we gotta do. that's what we got. That's what we got to do for the tag titles. Oh man. And then it ends in a double DQ <laughs> and then no one wins the titles. Woo, that should be good. That would be great. I would love I would pay money for that. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. I'll pay money for that. Uh, speaking about a match that people aren't necessarily paying money for, AEW World title match. Oh, <laughs> Oh, ooh. Oh. MJF defending his title, of course, versus Sammy Guevara, Jack Perry, and Darby Allin. It's the four pillars in a four-way for the AEW World title. And a feud that was built around the idea of, I want to be the face of the company, kind of. I don't know. It's kind of been a, it's, People have lambasted this feud the entire way. Um, So I don't know what more we can say about it beyond that. Hasn't been good. It's been a lot of plenty about it, buddy. It's been a lot of promo time and that makes MGF shine, but it did not make anyone else shine. It should have just been everyone wrestling and we got some of that. And when they wrestled, it was good, but all the promo stuff has hurt them severely. Jack Perry looks less of a star than he did before. Even then didn't look much to me. Sammy Guevara's flip flopping all over the place on the heel face dynamic. He has the promos of a baby face, the face of a heel. Uh, Darby Allen has looking, I think, has looked a little bit better coming out of it. Um, I think so. Too. I think his promos, like he showcased that, would come and look a little, little bit better. Uh, and MGF, I think, has looked the same. Uh, so this match, as everyone's been saying, this match is going to kill it. This match is going to be fantastic. But this build has ultimately sucked the entire way through.
2: It's time to accept that the MJF world title run has been kind of bad. Yeah, not really that good. Everything besides the match. Because it's really weird. Yeah, it it has been Uh, really weird. His because what MJF before before the title reign was most known for was the non-ring stuff mm-hmm. and and now we're sitting here and we're watching these feuds unfold and and cassie haynes of dot said that it's actually mjf that's been writing this feud yeah which makes sense it's a lot of promo it time absolutely makes sense um and it's just like what happened how how did you go from being the guy on the mic that you know, can build these epic stories, and maybe the match doesn't ultimately pay it off like we want to. So now it's being the other way around, where the match is, I think, elevating feuds to a better spot than people remember. The, the Brian Dance of Feud wasn't all that good, but people walked away from that match absolutely adoring it, obviously, and it changed the way they looked at it and the way they looked at the feud. This has a chance to do that again, because I do think the Fatal 4-Way will be good. Mm-hmm. I think, it'd be but great. I'm not, I think it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, it's four great... Listen, as as many critiques as I may have for Sammy Guevara or Jack Perry, the one thing they do really well is the in-ring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, when the show... On, on Wednesday, when the show was happening, and him and Darby were in the ring, MJF and Darby, I was like, why isn't this just the world title
3: match? Yeah.
2: This is the actual feud. The other two guys feel like they, they stick out like sore thumbs. Like, feel the energy with these two in the ring. There's something there, obviously. Mm-hmm. They could have worked to that headlock takeover, which they're obviously already working to now. Mm-hmm. They already have started to do that. And I'm just thinking in my head, why didn't they just go with this? I understand they want to do the four pillars four-way. It's something that you know they've wanted to do. But two of the guys just weren't ready. And they haven't been ready, and they're never going to be ready. That's just the reality now. I I don't think Sammy Guevara is going to be ready for being a world champion ever. Yeah. And I think Jack Perry, unless something drastically happens to his character, isn't going to be either.
0: I think that this feud has proven to me that Sammy Guevara and Jack Perry are mid-carters. Absolutely. Unless something drastically happens, they bulk up immensely, or... They get way better at promos, which they've been working on for four years and they haven't quite gotten there. Um, I think they're mid-carders. They're they're nothing. They're not main eventers. They're not world title contenders. Darby, there's something there. Now, I think that Darby talking about climbing Mount Everest and writing his will on Tuesday or whatever uh, is signaling to me that he's not winning the title. Um, But we'll see. But uh, I don't I mean, I don't think MJF is losing here per se, but I think Darby is the only option to really win the title.
2: I think that brings up an interesting point Then let's think of the actual possibilities to take the title from MJF
0: Of in terms of not not these guys. I think Darby
2: is in that is in the ballpark to do it, but yeah. not in this match. Yeah, it would have to be a singles match. I wouldn't want MJF to lose the title to Fatal Four.
0: Yeah, I think you can do that. Use this match to establish more story for a Darby yes. MJF match, where they can eventually go on to all out or what? Maybe because we also know that Adam Cole's oh, around the corner. Full gear. Full gear. They can go on the full gear and have right. a world title match there. So, so to me, I think it's Adam Cole. Babyface Adam Cole obviously,
2: yeah Darby and hangman. I think that's all you have,
0: I would say as in. potential people I would say punk as well, oh, well,
2: yeah, I guess so. but yeah, I based off how the first two reigns went, I wouldn't probably put the title back on him. I agree because <laughs> his body is obviously a little bit broken down the two not because times. i don't not because i don't, wouldn't love to see punk as an actual world champion and get that reign I would have loved to, but it's just, you know, fool me once, shame on me. You know, there's there's an an eventual level there where it's like, yeah, this. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, So I think those are the only three options that make sense right now, unless someone just becomes a red hot baby face over the next couple months. Because I don't think Kenny's winning the world title.
0: No, I think Kenny's done. I think Kenny's done. He's not winning the world title again unless they it's unless bad. unless AW drastically needs to do something like that
2: it's sad because will osprey what world about will osprey right.
0: no no beating mjf no it doesn't feel <laughs> right it doesn't feel right
2: no, no 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 maybe maybe in a year's time you know not beating mjf though beating someone to be world
0: champion beating I believe beating it. adam cole
2: if adam cole's that champion for that long jesus well, M. He, we're
0: pitching that I'm Cole wins in what possibly August and they has the championship until yeah, I guess it's not bad that f- probably I guess May of the next year yeah that's up to him. that's not too bad um anyways uh yeah the match is gonna be great the is bad uh we'll see what happens anarchy in the arena the match that honestly should be the main event but uh, Tony Khan's only arguing the four ways the main event which I think is bad anarchy in the arena this match should be great uh, Some
2: people should just book like WWE and say we have triple main events. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every match is a main event on this card. Um, pay-per-view <laughs> worthy 19 matches. Enter uh, Arena. The Elite, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks versus Blackpool Combat Club. Brian Jenison, Claudio Casagnoli, John Moxley, and Wheeler Huda. This match was great last year. Caused a couple injuries, but it doesn't matter because the match was fantastic. Man, you know. Vis- amazing visuals uh amazing uh moments um and they got a lot to live up to but i think if you're going to have anyone live up to it it's going to be these guys
2: i'm going to say it right now this is going to be better than last year full confidence the feud's better the wrestlers are better the story's exciting everything about it—it it is the hottest view coming into the show and it's not close. I think Jericho and Adam Cole has been really good, but they're still not even close to this. view. Yeah, this is the match of the night. Whether you start the show or end it with the show, no one's topping it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm happy. They changed stadium stampede to anarchy in the arena. Now will I be tired of it once this one's over? We're gonna have to wait and see, because I think I think there's always that possibility. By the way, fun little trivia question for you: Do you know who wrestled in the second Stadium Stampede?
0: Was that a Stadium Stampede or was that an Anarchy in the Arena? Stadium Stampede. Uh, the but I don't know what it, Inner Circle. I would assume at that point was still was it still mm-hmm. Inner Circle.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I can't remember the, the other team. I believe the it was the, would have been the pinnacle because they would have been Sam mcvar and MJF right. feuding.
2: That sounds right. And then Jake
0: Hager and Wardlow in the uh, MMA ring. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think, you might be right. I think it was them. I believe it was them because that makes sense because it was the near yeah. the end of Daly's place and they were feuding. I couldn't
2: think of it the other day. And I was like, well, I didn't like it anyways. So.
0: Well, you're you're asking trivia questions to a uh, Freakazoid here. so This is true. This is true. This is true.
2: Anyways, I'll take over from the Freakazoid. Sorry, folks.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sorry to subject you guys to the Freakazoid. Uh,
2: I, I do think that the match is going to be fantastic. It should be an event. You have eight of the best wrestlers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. What else do you want okay? Seven and Wheeler Yuta, but like you get my point. Wheeler Yuta is still good.
0: Yeah, being a right? low, the being a low man of this match is still great.
2: Yeah, I mean the low man of last year's match is a lot different. So, like Help. if Wheeler Yuta is your low man, then you're in for something. um You're in for something special, and I I, I wonder what the focuses are going to be. Right, because last year going into it, it felt like it was going to be Kingston and Jericho, and ended up being Jericho and Danielson
3: mm-hmm. by
2: the end. Um, you know, this year you would think it would be Kenny and Danielson, mm-hmm. um, but there's no you know no surefire there. Moxley and Daniels and Moxley and Omega
0: can obviously lock up. Um, you also have to remember that there is a good chance that this is going to like the second Stadium Stampede. If I remember, yeah, like the f- second stadium stampede with inner circle versus the pinnacle, like the next, the first intercredited arena versus JAS versus BCC and friends at that point. This is probably going to start a feud that will continue, they'll start a feud that will continue throughout the summer and end at Blood and Guts.
2: I don't, I don't want bloody guts back. I'm sick of war games. <laughs> That's
0: fair. That's fair. But you're talking like you like you said. Omega, Danison, you can spin out of here. Omega, Absolutely. Claudio, you can spin out of here. The Young Bucks versus Moxley and Danielson. Um, Young Bucks versus Claudio and Weed, um, So There's a lot of things you can problem, spin out of here.
2: My one problem with that is we have Forbidden Door next. We have to spin Osprey and Omega out of this. We have to spin. Well, Don Callis is Don. Don Callis is part of this. feud. Yeah. We're still waiting for the Don Callis aspect to come back into play. We're going to have to spin, um, you know, probably Saber jr. And Danielson out of this. We're going to have to also spin Moxley and Okada out of this. That's very apparent by now that that's what we're spinning out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the only problem with these things. Because last year, it was like Forbidden Door, Blood and Guts two weeks later. And I was like, just why can we have like... what?" That's the one problem with Forbidden Door. It's like, there's going to be so much ongoing. And these two factions obviously aren't going to stop in Anarchy in the Arena. You're absolutely right. We're going towards Blood and Guts. Yeah, I just want to make sure it all has time because last time when we did blood and guts it was literally like one or two weeks after forbidden door. June twenty Doors
0: is... June what sounds like it was the Wednesday. Oh after followed. Forbidden... Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Which was bad. I did not like that we
2: were just going right into that. Yeah. Uh you want you need to be able to build Forbidden Door correctly and you need to be able to build Blood and Guts correctly. Agreed. Don't do it right after. I don't think they will. But and I don't uh, think do, they'll
0: I think at this point, if they're going to if this is feud is going to continue up until Blood and Guts, I think they could easily I think they have an easy path to spin off Osprey versus uh, Omega, assuming that's happening at Forbidden Door. Um, uh, the, whole, uh,
2: the poster tells you it's happening at Forbidden Door. Good point. <laughs>
0: uh, good point. Uh, but they have the Don Callis stuff. The Zack Sabre Jr. thing. I think you could argue that is just Brian Jones and Training to be better or whatever, Absolutely. Um, but I think you could also, in theory, save that for Wembley, Um as well. I don't, I, I don't know if they'll do that. I think they should do it for I don't think as well. Saving that for Wembley. Yeah, but but my point is that it that that would not have to spin off in any capacity with this feud, and by that point, blood and guts would be long over. So you can easily do Zack Saber Jr. versus Danielson at Wembley.
2: Yeah. Um I could. Co- I'm going to confidently say I don't think that's going to be Wembley. That will be. A, that will be Forbidden Door. That's fair. Um, that's fair, and it's true because it was supposed to be last year too. Yeah. Um, right. So it's, it's, that's pretty much how you can work it. It's just the fact that like you're going to have to then come back to Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite after the fact. But mm-hmm. for now, it's okay. I guess we can. I like the idea of just kind of pushing grievances aside for a second. And then maybe coming back to it. Um, The other problem that I just remembered of why I didn't like Blood and Guts following Forbidden Door is that the show closing angle of Forbidden Door was JAS and. Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club fighting at the end of the show after Moxley beat Tanahashi. And I was like, why? Why would you do that? Like, that doesn't even make sense to end the New Japan AEW show. Yeah. So I guess that's the one thing I'm hoping for. That being said, this match is going to be phenomenal. And I... I mean, for the feud to continue, Blackpool Combat Club has to... I think they might have to lose.
0: Yeah, I mean... The, the feud to make sense going forward, Inner Circle won the first one, uh, or that led to Blood and Guts, sure, which were, they were the faces at the time, and then the other one, uh, the faces were yeah, they were against the pinnacle, they
2: Oxley were, and Danielson. Oh, sorry, that's Stadium stampede. Yeah, I'm talking about already, the second stamp N- N- that led yeah, to Blind my
0: <laughs> Yeah, they were, yeah, the, no, you're right. <laughs> and then JS, I believe, lost the second one, right? No, JS won last year. Oh so, one he, he, oh, so it's been one and one with heel and faces. Yeah. So it's a toss-up. It's, it's, it's been <laughs> built well in that sense. Uh, yeah. It's a toss-up. I have no idea who could win that. It doesn't really matter, it yeah. seems like. I, I guess in my
2: head, like with Blackpool Combat Club, they would be more willing to continue the feud if they lost. Because mm-hmm. like if the elite lost, it'd be like, alright.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... I, I just don't. I mean, the ceiling is five stars, so I'm excited. You know, yeah.
2: I, I've heard some people say it's almost like it has to be. It almost has so, to be, to, yeah, cause, just because of who's involved and how good last year's was,
0: mm-hmm. and how good the first stadium stampede was, too. I thought that yeah. was loads of fun. And that, you know, yeah, that's the, elite, the first the elite one, with one, a, on that
2: one with no Jericho, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And instead, he gets the <laughs> unsanctioned match with uh, uh, Vadim Cole. So he's still gonna be doing plunger today. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we're going to review that show only on Patreon, folks. So the patreon.com forward slash count pod is where you can find it. Um, if you subscribe to the $1 tier, the $5 tier, you can listen to the show on uh, as we review it live immediately after Double or Nothing. Um, and Ryan will get it up someday. And I'll get it up someday. Um, again, you can listen to it on the $5 or $1 tier um on patreon.com forward slash count out pod join the conversation with us give us your thoughts as we review it live scotty other thing
2: here's how i sell it: it's the only way to see us do it live while we're both tired and exhausted while also going through the rampage of a press conference with the notes that come from that
0: yeah, so, which are always fun. <laughs> which are always fun to be like, what the fuck?
2: And just has it in the yeah, middle Bra- of reviewing Brawl something? Out still was wild. Yeah, I just remember like doing that live, real time. I don't know how many other people did like live um, reviews for that, but mm-hmm. I just vividly remember being like he just he just pretty much called out Hangman. Hey, yeah. Oh shit! He's calling out the Young Bucks. What is
0: happening? <laughs> yeah, that that was as it unfolded, insane. Um, but yes, patreon.com forward slash cannot pod. Uh, $1 tier, $5 tier, doesn't matter. As long as you subscribe to patreon.com forward slash cannot pod, you will be able to hear and be a part of the show live. So we hope to see you there. Um, next up on the show, Best of Super Juniors. Let's talk about this, review some of these matches since they the more recent matches. And then we'll Pretty talk quick. about the finals that are happening on Sunday as well. Um, so the. is out of his fucking. Gaida was out of his fricking gourd. So night nine and night ten happened this past week. That was the block A and block B finals. Um, the block A finals had Toguchi defeat Kushida and Toguchi's first win of the tournament. Show defeating Doki, Mike Bailey defeating Leo Rush, knocking Leo Rush out, and Teton defeating Hiroma Takahashi in a shock win that allowed Mike Bailey and Teton to go on to the semifinals. What did you think of those four matches?
2: I thought Leo Rush versus Speedball was phenomenal. Yeah, Everything same. I wanted it to be. Um, I don't really remember the rest of the other matches. I just remember that one.
0: I thought uh, Teton-Hiromo was a good, really good match. Yeah, that good. The shock was very surprising. Mike Bailey and Leo Rush... Was that my match of the tournament? It it's was my, up there. It was up
2: there. It is my match of the uh, tournament. It so, just clipped Akira and Desperado.
0: Yeah, I think it clipped. I think I like to carry Desperado more, but I'm also thinking about Teton Despi from today, and that match was great. Um, match was great. So I, I got to think about it for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I thought Mike Bailey and Leo Rush. So I said before, uh, very early on, that I was super down comparatively still thought it was very good but i was super down on the heromu mike bailey match from the first night sure um the mike bailey leo rush match was exactly what i wanted the heromu match to be um and i thought the leo just leo rush was firing all cylinders i'm super high on leo rush right now i'm super down on heromu so i can totally see why i thought this match was better even if they were similar but doesn't matter i thought this match was fantastic Leo Rush has been killing it, like I said. Mike Bailey, everything was smooth as silk here. Um just fucking killed it. And then uh the other match that I thought was interesting was just Taguchi defeating Kushida. I just want to point that out as funny because Taguchi wrestles normal the entire f- tournament. Um, and the only win he gets is when he accidentally uses his butt to get the win. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a nice sort of cherry on top for Taguchi. If this was his last best of super juniors, it completely makes sense. Uh, Him beating Kushida, I thought was interesting, but you know, it's Kushida who cares. Um, But yeah, I thought that was just hilarious for Taguchi to go out that way. Um, And I hope that's the end. And I hope that's the end of Taguchi and best of super juniors. But yeah, Yeah. I thought this night was pretty good.
2: Yeah. I think uh, Taguchi is definitely done now. Um, And it was a good way for him to get sent off. My one sadness was that Leo Rush didn't make it to the semifinals just because of personal preference, but him and speedball killed it that I, I didn't care. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't care. That's fine. He went out, Uh, he went out swinging. Yeah. And I, I think, I think he's going to need to have a run. Like we, we, we talked about earlier with the, you know, not having international stars, the junior divisions where all the international talent is right now, like the Leo Rush. Hey, I'll say it. I mean, I think Speedball's at least lit a fire under him that's a lot different from what I've seen mm-hmm. over the past year or so in yeah. the Indies. He's hit and he's matching the physicality, I think, which is helpful. Yes. In a New Japan ring, like his kicks are hitting harder. He's and, leveled up a little bit. Yeah. It's not just, you know, the same match every single time. Obviously, he hits the same moves, but this is wrestling. They all hit the same moves. Um, right like that's what the point of wrestling is. yeah i think i think this gave him a new life and i am i'm kind of hopeful that he just does new japan moving forward i know he's not going to yeah but uh just based off where they placed him it wouldn't be too shocking um if he's back sooner rather than later
0: and i completely agree with that like like the going through like his first match to his last match like i said in my review about mike bailey hiromu that I was getting tired of seeing Mike Bailey because he was just doing the same stuff all the time. And I've seen like a billion Mike Bailey matches at this point across last year and already of this year. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the same stuff. I don't really care about it. It does feel like he has leveled up in intensity and uh, stiffness. And he's just sort of gotten more into the new Japan style as the tournament has gone on to the point where his last two matches, his Leo rush match was fantastic. And his master Wada match, which we'll get to, was hard-hitting as hell. And uh, I really thought that was really... I thought that was really, really best good. Master Waddle match I've ever seen. It was. It was the best Master Waddle match I've ever seen. Um, And I thought that was great. So I think, like, you're right in saying that, like... And I completely agree with you that there is a building... There is an element where Mike Bailey has been building to an even better wrestler and I hope he brings back to Impact. Because Impact can use it. Um, any other thoughts on that night? back to impact oh, a sad reality uh, uh no no I'm good <laughs> night 10 featured uh, block B matches Bushi defeats Francisco Akira Dan Maloney defeats Clark Connors by count out uh, Master Watto defeats Kevin Knight Uh, Yoshinobu and sort of a not really a shock but just sort of like man Master Watto's really winning a lot of these Yoshinubu Kanamari defeats Yo uh, which was a sort of a upset knocked Yo out of the tournament and then El Desperado defeats Robbie Eagles to knock Eagles out of the tournament. And the semifinals moving forward was Watto and Despi. This
2: uh, this tournament was the most I ever liked Robbie Eagles. I think the TMDK ness of his new style, which is just you know a little edgier, a little more intense, is what I needed to see out of him because obviously he does all the technical stuff great, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. It just felt like the perfect combination for him now to really go out and kill it. Um, I thought he had a great tournament. I thought him and I loved him in Desperado. I love everything Desperado. Essentially, if you haven't figured it out, like I think ugh, devastated this guy is winning the tournament now, but uh, I thought this was a good night as well. Not as good as the previous night, but a good night nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I thought this was a uh, another very good night. Um, I... It was a one
2: match show for me.
0: I thought Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, and Yo was pretty good. It was good. Um, I, thought, good not great. I thought Dan Maloney throwing a bunch of benches and crap at Clark Connors was hilarious and awesome. Uh, and that that was the kind of Dan Maloney I won in all tournament, but it's a little too late. Dan. Uh, Dan Maloney. Dan Dan Maloney. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a one-man show. I thought the Kanemaru Yo was pretty good. I don't remember anything else about Bushi Akira or Watto and Kevin Knight. I I will shout out this match. I told you I was going to watch it uh, when we when we were looking at the card. Oh yeah, yeah. Off Mike, Mike Bailey, and Oscar Lube defeats Leo Rush and Yuto Nakashima. I went three and a quarter on this for a for a match that features two young lions. This match ruled, dude. Oscar Lube, he's he's got something. Uh, Yuto Nakashima, I think he's good, but I, I I was really impressed by Oscar Lube, and that was also just more Mike Bailey and Leo Rush interactions. Uh, so I was like, This match rules that definitely go check out that match if you missed it.
2: Um, I thought that uh showed up team with all the young lions today against Okada Ishii and Tanahashi. I was like, I like this, I
0: like that they're just kind
2: of making this how we're gonna get there.
0: Well, let's get to it because night 11. I watched that match as well with the semifinal matches of Wato defeating Mike Bailey and Teton defeating El Desperado. So continuing that Bolton thought, Oleg. Okada and Ishii and Tanahashi defeated Oleg Bolton. I thought it was Bolton-Oleg. Oleg-Bolton. Bolton-Oleg and, and Lube. And Oscar Lube and Shota Umino. Uh, match was good. Uh, it was more continuing the Shota Umino-Okada thing. They started out. And uh, it, it, they, it's sort of drawing on the Kaito Kiyomiya stuff with Shota, yeah. um, where like Okada's just like flustered about with him. There was a moment at, at the end of their exchange, their first exchange, Okada and Shota Umino. You know, Okada wins the first exchange. At the very end of it, he just, while Shota Umino's down, lifts his head up and then throws it back down to the ground, just be like, "All right, one more," and then tags out. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was good. After the match, Shoda and Okada, you know, head forehead to forehead, uh, a lot of intensity. Okada at one point bowling bald. Shota threw a bunch of chairs and he was out of the match out of the match. Um really? Oscar Oscar Lubay and Bolton Oleg, Oleg Bolton uh looked pretty good. I think Oscar Lube looks really good. They made a note in commentary that I fully agree with, which is um that uh, he is gotten he's gotten into his size uh, a lot more. His six, seven size. Bol- Oleg Bolton, he still has a little ways to go. Um,
2: he's he, going to be nasty.
0: Yeah, he still has ways to go. He, he's basically.
2: Why, why? Why does it say Oleg Bolton? His name's
0: Bolton. Oleg. I don't know. That's why I was keep getting confused about. So like, Oleg, I know
2: why you're saying it that way, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Kelly called him Bolton.
0: That's what so, I thought. Either way, Bolton, I think, still has ways to go. Um, he's still very green. He's going to um, be incredible. He he has something to him, and I like, and he, te- and he uh, really partnered up with Ishii here, which was good to see. Um, and if they can make Bolton, like, the next Ishii-esque character, I think that would be great. Um, it's just he he still has ways to go. He's still very green. He's He's got, like... I might say this, some people
2: might freak out, but he has, like, this Lesnar-type background.
0: Yeah, amateur wrestling style. Yeah,
2: with the New Japan dojo training, mm-hmm. could make him very special.
3: Agreed. Obviously,
2: we're going to have to wait and see. He's he Again, he just got into the dojo, so I'm not really expecting him to be the product that all the others are already. Mm-hmm right like nakashima and fujita and yeah lube uh, even yeah lube's yeah lube's and that's that's probably the best comparison though right Lube's already where he is Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and so much time i think oleg will get there too oleg might be the best protecting um young lion i've ever seen like when people when people are doing dives to the outside that massive man is like i got you
3: yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah i
2: was like oh well that's a good thing to learn but uh I'm excited for all the Young Lions. I think um, this might be their best crop, and that's coming off of their best crop.
0: And, and which, which was, of course, coming off of their best crop, which is, of course, coming off of their best crop. Every crop they yeah, have is the best crop. I mean,
2: well, they're coming off of Suji Narita, Umino, and U- Uemura. hmm But, like, Fuji. hey, dog, stop. Fujita, Nakashima, uh, Oiwa. Lube. Naka, like,
3: your dog's a freaking
2: dog out. uh but yeah that's uh that's about where i am sorry duh, duh i fine. knew dog was gonna bark i was they, ready for
0: it they, yeah they um, i think they still have all of them still have a little bit more ways to go absolutely uh, but they're they have gotten really good in the short amount of time that they have and a lot of the helps of also is like they're also like working like all japan like constantly um sure and so they're just getting more experience from like different groups of guys yeah. Um, which they are also getting more experience no. by working different groups of guys, so it, it's working all around for them.
2: Yeah, none of them are Yuma Anzai, but like... Sure, sure. They can all be special, I think.
0: Yeah, and all, I think... most of them. They need junior ones. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Lube's not a junior. Bolton's a lot of not a junior. Nakashima's not really a junior. And I don't remember what the other guys look like. Oh, Owewa is probably a junior. Yeah, I think so. Um, Owewa? Fujita. Oh, yeah. Kosei Fujita is definitely a junior. The,
2: the one with TMDK,
0: yeah. I forget what Oiwara yeah. looks the, like. They, they'll lie if they
2: want. If they think he's a big star, they'll lie. That's yeah, true. They they lie.
0: They lie with yeah. They lie with Zack a little bigger They lied to Zach Saber Junior. He was definitely Junior, but they were like, "Oh yeah, he." But he works like a heavyweight.
2: He even has it in his name.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, semifinal matches: Master Wado defeats Mike Bailey, and Teton defeats El Desperado. We already sort of said it. Best match in Master Waddle's career, no yeah, doubt. unquestioned. Uh, you and I had the exact same ratings for both these matches. Um, uh, we both, I believe we both gave Wato Mike Bailey four and Teton Despy four and quarter. What did you think of both these matches?
2: Uh, they Exactly what the semifinals should be. Mm-hmm. Exactly what they should be. Um, actually, I slightly liked Watto and Bailey a little more, so it was. Uh, I think we just had it opposite. Oh, I might, have, um, I might have read it wrong then. Doesn't matter. They were both great. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the intent, like the back and forth between Bailey and Watto and the crowd's energy with it was awesome, and I was, I was, I was just amazed because I didn't even think Watto had like a standout match this entire tournament, and I was like, he had good matches, nothing bad, which again an improvement for Master Watto. um And I said at the beginning of this year, I think he's going to get there. This match, I was like, all right, he might he might be finally there. And this was, at the time, me thinking he's going to have a final with El Desperado because I was like, that will be the ultimate challenge, right? Him and Desperado in the final is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, then Teton won. And then my boy Teton. <claps> Woo! <laughs> Scotty, Scotty leaves the chat. I love that Teton got a win. And not only did I love that Teton got the win, it was another shock win. Uh, him beating Hiromu and then him beating Despi. I mean, talk about a push, folks. That is a push of a push. Uh, Teton is going to the finals against Watto. And I have never been unsure of who's going to win this match. I don't know if they... have so Wato has a great match, of course, here. I don't know if for me personally, he's fully gotten rid of the, you know, so- the the sock smell of Master Wato, you know, the, the smell that Yoshihashi had for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's quite gone there yet, but it's for the most part, like it's, it's pretty much washed all the way done. Believe in the Grandmaster, baby. But uh, does he beat Teton? A guy that they just had beat the champion Hiromu and Despi, two of their big, biggest stars in the company, back-to-back, both of the same move. Um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I yep. mean, Teton's getting a challenge out of it, beating Hiromu, but will that challenge happen at Dominion?
2: I don't know. I think Wata wins because I think Gato is going all in on... The craziness at the second biggest show of the year, mind you, Mm -hmm. right? Let's have Yoda Suji guy that hasn't wrestled in new Japan since his young lion days. And he doesn't look like he's going to be, uh, until that match. Let's have him main event, the show, and let's put master Wato against Hiromu. That seems like, I think where we're going Teton to me, this was the tournament to make him their new dragon league officially interesting finally replace him yeah with Teton because I think he needed a tournament where he established himself. because obviously we, we we both agree Teton's great yeah that was never a question it's now in the standing in the promotion and him beating Hiromu and Desperado back to back that's that's more that's just as important as winning a tournament in a lot of ways um so I'm excited. I'm excited for Teton and what his future holds. I think, I mean, he had two great performances back to back. Him winning with that submission, the mood obviously, lock, yeah, the Moodle lock. It. Uh, it's obviously a shock. Um, I was I was devastated when Desperado lost because I really thought Desperado was winning this tournament. But at the same time, I'm happy for Teton. And I think, I think the idea of Watto versus Teton as a final is weird, but also interesting yeah because like it's something new we're pushing new stars baby yeah and it, it's gonna be like I think it'll be good because they're both kind of crazy like that's the one thing I'll give credit to Master Watto he's insane
0: and Teton <laughs> did a fucking dive off the balcony oh, today
2: he did a dive off the balcony and then did a foot stomp to the floor and it looked like
0: his knees shattered <laughs> and he yeah. still wrestled
2: yeah this guy's awesome um, if Teton won, I wouldn't be upset, but I do think w- Wato's walking away on Sunday. So.
0: I think there's a chance Teton wins. And I—I I, the only reason I think that is I like Teton more, number
2: one. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably because you like him more.
0: Number two, there's something interesting about Teton beating Hiromu, another LIJ guy, and then you also have Yoda Suji in the main event. A guy that when he came out did the Lij hand signal. I don't. There's something and like remember how like Teton basically in, forced himself into the group. I don't. Yeah. There's something about that that I think is interesting that I'm kind of looking in my eyes at about like, and and you also mentioned like the new Dragon Lee. A Big part of Dragon Lee is feuding with Hiromu. I There's something here that. I, I want to explore more I, and Teton winning could help us get there.
2: I will say I thought Hiromu and Teton left a lot to on the table yeah, in their match.
0: I could agree with that. So
2: that could play to it too. I'd be over the moon if Teton won. I'll say that right now. Like I'd be so happy if this guy won. Mm-hmm. Um left we'll wing see? obviously. I don't really know. And I think that's the exciting part of the final. They created a final. We have no idea who's winning.
0: That's what you want. That's what we want, baby. That's what I'm interested in. I'm excited.
2: In. I'm excited. It's so funny. Was, was it last week or the week before? Um, we came on this show. Two weeks ago. And we are like, best of the Super Juniors is done. It's doomed. It's over. We we waved it here, so quickly. <laughs> and now we're sitting here excited and amped up about a final that features fucking Master Watto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you told me at the beginning when we were calling it off that Master Wato was the final, I would have been like, "I told you, I told you, this tournament's dead." Yeah. Now it's like,
0: "Nah, this this is this this is good. This is good." The, the two of them have done a good job, uh, getting pushed and working their ass off in the last half of this tournament. Watto was nowhere close to that for me at the beginning of this tournament, and he has no. slowly, he has gotten that way. Uh, His German's great. Not whatever they call it. The I just call
2: it German Suplex.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say the Wonder wonderkind, or whatever it's called. He's going to go for the
2: uh, RPP or whatever the hell it's called. And that's going to decide if he wins or not. Like the move that he always misses and Kevin Kelly isn't ashamed of him.
0: Is it? The, he's going to the, go the, for off The top rope one?
2: Yeah. He oh. never hits it. He's going to go for it. And that will be what decides his winning this match. And I think that's kind of cool that they have a move that's legitimately going to decide.
0: I can't wait. What happens? I'll look. I'll be on the lookout. excited. I'll be looking out. It's
2: like the it's like the fifth thing that I'm most looking forward to this weekend. But it's pretty. It, it got higher. It got higher going mm-hmm. into it. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Now I'm a little. I, I'm hoping they put more on that show though than just the one match.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's probably some other ideas popping about. I wouldn't be surprised if we either get more Dominion announcements, uh, post best of super juniors probably on monday
2: they're doing
0: um catch two two and jet setters again at dominion sure that makes sense i saw which that is makes cool sense. with me they they defeated each other i believe in uh, the tournament so it makes sense um resurgence speaking of shows that happened on a sunday last sunday was new japan strong's resurgence um in the uh walter pyramid in long beach california uh show has gotten rave reviews. I think the card, for the most part, top down. It was fantastic. So let's get into it. Of course, there was a buy-in with the DKC defeating Bateman, Alex Colligan defeating Christopher Daniels. Uh, they wrestled in front of nobody. Um, <laughs> and then the next matches. Uh, oh, do, should we just do vague thoughts? Let's just do vague thoughts so we have a little bit more time about this yeah. about this show. Yeah. Just so, us a little because legal. the people want the Knight of Champions. Oh, we, know, we know what the people want. Um, give me. It looks like a decent show. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Give me some vague thoughts. What are some vague thoughts you have? About this? Uh, Mercedes Monet is really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is all of my thoughts about this entire show. Yeah, <laughs> that Mercedes Monet is on a different area code, different universe in terms of star power, not just in. Not just out of the women that were on this show, out of everyone. The only person that matched her on this show was Okada. That's it. It was Okada and Mercedes Monet. The crowd lost their minds for her every single time she showed up. And I just said, I can't believe people doubted this woman. Yeah. She is otherworldly in terms of star power, in terms of challenging herself, um, her, I thought her match with Willow was going to be great and it was really it was really good for what it was. I I just am very upset that it ended the way it did. Yeah. Um, cuz of course she slipped off the top rope gets hurt. Um, and oh. that sucks because now we have to wait longer for her to come back. Probably. Probably like 3 months or so I'm guessing if it's a broken ankle like initially thought, which is, you know, not too long, but
0: long but, enough. But also smart smarter Mercedes to knowing that she is probably gonna win and this title was she was, winning. She was I, th- winning.
2: I think Meltzer reported and i quote this belt was made for yes, her made. as i
0: said on this show mm-hmm. bell was made for her so she was winning to go out there and make the last minute change of not only losing the match and not only because yeah. hey i'm gonna be out i have a my ankles hurt i'm gonna be out or something but making the last minute call of uh not only i'm gonna lose the match hit me with the power bomb again and that's and, and pin me not a roll up or anything, a, a certified pin automatically making Willow a bigger star. What a last minute call. And obviously the referee had to be told what to do and all that stuff. And that that kind of finish sort of hurt the ending uh, of this match. But, you know, at the end of the day, the it, it was the right call to make for business uh, for wrestling.
2: I think, I think I read that Dave said it was going to be a classic if she didn't get hurt. Yeah, they had they had the end closing stretch and all that built up that they just never got to do. And I think that's the shame of it, because I thought they worked really well together. And to to go off of what you said of how, you know, how smart she was to make the call, because they could have easily just had her win still. Like, I know she could barely move, but she got the submission and they could have just had Willow tap out there. and Then we could have called it a day. Yeah. Um, The fact that not only does she say, all right, let's lateral this to Willow winning, but I'm willing to lose to her. The same woman that right at the beginning of this whole New Japan run was like, oh, she's demanding too much money, blah, 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 blah. Now she's willing to just go out there and lose to Willow. No problem. And that's going to build for a bigger return match when she ultimately beat Willow for the belt. It's smart. It's smart. You know, spur of the moment mindset booking. Yeah. And I don't know how many other people can do that um and be aware to do that, but uh, I I applaud both of them and the moment for Willow, despite the shoddy finish, was still as great as I, you know, would have thought if she got it in Ring of Honor AEW. Totally agree. I totally agree. It's a different crowd too, which I think is interesting.
0: I I am upset that Tony Khan did not do that in his own home promotion. But, you know, uh, now you have a star made. And I think my upsetness about, like, Tony Khan not doing another promotion is just, like, another feather in the cap of my argument of, I don't know. The argument I had a couple weeks ago was, like, I don't know. I'm starting to question the star making capabilities of Tony Khan. Because, you know, we just we kind of talked about the four pillars uh, and their biggest pillar is not selling tickets well. Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy is another pillar, but he's not making tickets. Uh, well, you know, because he's co-headlining that right now. Um, you know, and the ratings are down, the tickets are down, and we're starting to build up new stars. Wardlow is kind of a flop. Jamie Hayler loses the title. That was her title thing. Yeah. Um, Willow's getting made, and other companies. I, I'm starting to question the star-making capabilities of Tony Khan, and. It, it, i'm not willing to say he's bad at it yet but i'm just saying sure. there's a lot of evidence where i'm like i don't yeah. know man
2: yeah um before before i kind of use this question i guess to maybe transition and it'll end up being bring us tonight champions i will say that the uh trios match with moxley okada shoda um wheeler and ishii and rocky was that the whole crew i thought yes. that was really good Yep. Liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. I also thought Stephanie Vacare showed up earlier yes. in the night. I thought she was
0: fantastic. She, she will be signed by the end of the year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how anyone could not sign her. I think she I always I, I kind of tried to prep people, like, no, she's really good. Obviously not everyone's seeing her in CMLL because truthfully she doesn't have all the talent in the world to wrestle again. So it's not gonna jump out to you as much. But they were seamless in there. They they had great chemistry. I was like, I need to see this again yes as soon as possible um but my point on the the star making ability and i think this is interesting to bring up and maybe this is kind of maybe our main final discussion point of the day for the longest time I I feel and you i'm sure you remember this how like people said wwe couldn't make stars or make super like make superstars, big time stars stars that bring people into the
0: building there's stars and there's stars of a capital s
2: Right. And then there's stars,
0: which is a faction in stardom.
2: Yes. All caps. Uh, I think there was a truth to that for a long time because WWE went from this is our guy. This is our person to we are the brand and everyone's just here. Yeah. That being said, when you look at the star making abilities of what Tony Khan's trying to do so far and you look at what WWE's created right with the likes of of course Roman Reigns obviously is the guy that jumps off the page but even Seth Rollins who is a big star now and people like that I just ask like were we too hard on WWE making stars for the longest time it's not easy is my point uh, it yeah. is but it isn't yes. you've got to capitalize yes that's fair and people don't capitalize all the time well, that's
0: the that's another point though is the WWE I don't think it's necessarily unfair to say that about WWE because I think Rollins, you're right, is at peak popularity right now and he's a star and they're about to. And they're going to capitalize tomorrow. I, I I think they definitely should. <laughs> they definitely I mean, should. I hope they do. <laughs> Vers- versus the guy who says this is a third-rate belt. Um, yeah, no, I think they should. Now, at the same breath, it's also you know they bring in Cody Rhodes, he's a big star, and they're able- but they kind of hurt his star making stuff at WrestleMania is yes. sammy Zayn, they stumbled upon a star and then hurt his stuff sure. as many times they create stars they also stumble into stars which happens in wrestling but also shoot themselves in the foot constantly yes so it's like well you know they get some praise I, but they also get a lot of detractors because it's like well, you well yeah fucking I, it up then
2: i'm saying the criticisms are fair but and we're sitting here now talking Tony Khan and he may not have one.
0: Well, the reason I'm not like willing to say that Tony Khan's bad at it yet is that I don't necessarily know if I would say that Tony Khan has sh- like shot himself in the foot yet of making a star. Like, I think he I think is Willow, yes, I, Willow, I think he might have. I think it, I think it's all about the follow up of Willow, which we saw he starting on Di- Dynamite. Keshe, he's sort of made into We're a star. We're getting there. We're getting We're there getting with him. There. I think. I think Tony Khan is in the process of trying to see, make a lot of stars. I think yeah. Tony Khan is doing what Nick Khan did earlier, which is Ooh. he's throwing spaghetti at the wall to see who sticks. <laughs> yeah. And I think the answer is that a lot of the people he first picked aren't sticking. Yep. And I think <laughs> that's and I think that's just it. And then that what that tells me is, all right, I don't know. How much longer do you keep them AEW, a lot of these people? Um, Or, you know, you move them back down the card, you know, because you found where their ceiling was. You're trying to figure out where their ceiling is. Um, And I think, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not bad. I don't think he shot himself necessarily in the foot. He didn't he didn't shoot himself in the foot by like Willow because that was Mercedes decision at the end of the day to make Willow a star. So yeah, that that's the only defense I give Tony. I, as well. I only
2: say shot in the foot because that moment should have already happened by now. Uh,
0: that, and that's fair. And that's also fair. But it, the fact that it didn't, I'm not going to be like, well, he he shouldn't he should have done it by now. But the fact that it's he has now ha- inherited the star. It's about the follow up and what he does. Does he diminish it? To me, if yeah. if if he throws Willow to the side onto Ring of Honor and we never really see anything a good push out of her or anything, then I would say Tony Khan has shot himself in the foot and he did not capitalize on a star-maker performance um, yeah. and, or and, result. And
2: that's to also say we're also in the midst of New Japan doing the ultimate to make multiple guys start at the same time. Yeah. Yodosuji, Master mm-hmm. Wato, Shoto Umino. Um I think Ren Narita's kind of taking a back seat, but... I think Ren is still has to figure himself out.
0: And that's the other thing as well is that AEW and New Japan are trying actively trying to make a bunch of people stars at the same time. Whereas yeah. WWE They who, have their stars. They have their stars. Who are they actively trying to make new stars? Austin Theory.
2: I guess, yeah, and that's gonna be
0: that's gonna be a fail. But I guess at least yeah. they're trying. Yeah.
2: I, and and that's do where I do. Gun- Gunther, I'll say Gunther right. as well. Yeah, Gunther's become a big one. But Gunther was already a star when he got hired, to be fair. He was a star. He was a star to us. True. But the to, hard the to the WWE audience, he's becoming a star, I guess. That's right. Um, and, and that's why I give credit to Tony Khan too. He's trying. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. really trying with this main event on Sunday. Yeah. But we've seen just by how they've done it that it's very clear at
0: least two of them aren't i would say two of them i'll add Wardlow. i'll add a couple other people maybe into that that pot and and, and we're still talking about the guy that we say is a star in mjf he's not selling tickets yeah um the only other bits i had from resurgence was that i liked virus and zack Saber jr tying up i thought that was a fun little entrance uh the juice robinson fred rosser thing was like wild and crazy fun i wasn't a fan of the kiss um as everyone sort of talked about affect me that's fair I
2: figured it was happening, so.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, I I, I didn't like the kiss. I think it made sense in the context of, like, Fred is using Tony as a way to get Juice mad and angry, Yeah, and that was a a way to do that, but I, and him losing is also, like, well, he he immediately got his comeuppance and doing all the stuff. I think the follow-up with that is that Fred Rosser has to be a heel now, and I think that's Yeah, well,
2: that is the funny thing. When this match ended, I was like, are Juice and Tony the babyface? Yeah, yeah.
0: After um, the match, I was like, I think Fred just turned heel. I think that's yeah. what just happened. I, I, and, I and Ian excited. playing in, uh, play, Ian playing it up on commentary as well. Like, I'm not going to condone this. He's going to look back at this and say, I made a mistake. Uh, yeah. I, I think I, Fred needs to turn heel now.
2: I now need Juice and Tony together in AEW. Yeah. I think. Agreed. I think. You know, you don't really always want couples together on TV, obviously. Like, when they forced Adam Cole and Brick together, we are like, eh, right? On AEW. And when they forced Seth and Becky together on WWE a few years ago, that stunk too. Yeah. But Juice and Tony work off each other really well. Agreed. And I was like, I would love to see that. Because to me, I was always wondering what could make the rock hard Juice Robinson gimmick fully work. And I realized it in this match, it's Tony Storm. Yeah. Because there's, to me, the idea, and I think they can both be alphas, which is great too. Like they can both just kind of lead the way for each other rather than like, cause I think sometimes when you have the relationship thing, like when we saw Becky and Seth, it was clearly, all right, Becky's the big star and Seth's, you know, the little dog in the background who's just like, hi, yeah, hi, I date her. (laughs) Yeah. Now they're married, but you get my point. It's like they can both kind of be top dogs together, and I think that would be more interesting than the outcast stuff. Yeah, do love the Bang Bang Gang though. So maybe we just add Tony to the Bang Bang.
0: Gang. I think you add Tony to the Bang Bang Gang, and I'm and I'm I'm very glad. I'm very happy that you acknowledge that the way. To make Juice Robinson more rock hard is by adding Tony Storm to the mix. I think that's a great point. That to make that that Tony Storm is what makes Juice rock hard. I think that's the point we need to walk away yep,
2: from. That's exactly what I'm saying. One hundred percent. Because ju I think a lot of people are down were were down on Juice when he came into AEW originally. Too soft. Too soft. Too soft. Too soft. He wasn't rock hard. Yeah. But now with Tony at the house
0: with the hot girl Tony in the with his wife in his corner. Now with
2: now with Bang Bang Gang. <laughs> him and Jay White together. Yeah. And now with Tony Storm. Yeah. In this is this is the rock hard Juice Robinson that uh, we
0: all wanted to see. Yeah, I want to see Tony Storm join the bang bang gang. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, is there something about a threesome? Anyways, Knight of Champions. Uh, Knight of Champions. Woo! Knight of Champions. <laughs> uh, let's quickly go through this card, since we're already at the two-hour mark. Uh, SmackDown Women's title Match, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. The, the only thing really needs to be said here, it's one of- Oh, th- I wanted to make a joke. Wait, let me we, make a joke. We did, we've been making serious jokes the entire time. This,
2: this is an important joke, though. The Saudi Arabia show has more women's matches on it than every AEW and WWE pay-per-view that happens here in the States. What the hell happened to wrestling?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Now, on the other hand, one of the matches, one of the three women's matches you get is Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Well, for the for for Raw's SmackDown women's title Um, I squashed Italy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this match is not going to be good. This match is not. I think
2: it will be fine as long as they follow the Zelina Vega match method of she gets very little offense and then Rhea Ripley squashed her. I thought you were going to say that Natalia comes out with like a Saudi Arabian flag. (laughs) I was was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I just meant the match structure, not the actual match
0: itself yeah i just want to see rhea ripley in like bigger matches and i think with Zelina vega natalia it's like i don't did you guys have ideas did you guys have ideas for rhea ripley i mean what are we doing here
2: well it's funny because rhea ripley feels like the biggest woman star in the company now Mm -hmm. but they have yet to give her a feud that has anything to it like if you look at the raw roster it's not great for the women's side of things uh it's becky Rhea, Rhea, and
0: that's it. Um, in terms of main eventers, and they're starting to build up Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley, but that feels like that's not till Summerslam, and that's ways away. So right, so they have money in the bank, and then Summerslam. Yeah, um, Rhea Ripley is going to retain uh Raw Women's Title. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Huh? Huh? it was kind of good i think um sorry smackdowns raw women's title
2: i should say yeah sorry raw smack, smackdowns raw's. T- yeah um it's bad it's bad it's a bad. bad it's bad precedent they've set with these titles i think that oscar should just win and beat bianca well, because at this point, like, we're never going to get a Bianca feud that actually feels worthy of Bianca losing. It's just not going to happen. That's been her entire title reign, if you paid attention to it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, she has yet to have one feud that's like, oh, that was great. You know, EO makes sense, but I think EO going to have to be a baby face by then. Yeah. And then Bianca would have to turn heel. And I know there is a rumor going around that Bianca could be heel eventually. That'd be a nice way to mix but, uh, it up. But I wouldn't see her doing it as champion.
0: That's true. Her losing and then becomes heel. That could be interesting.
2: Yeah. And I mean, if Asuka loses again, then. We're back to where Asuka was before she came back. Exactly. Uh, So maybe there's an argument that Asuka should win. Like, I know it's a long title reign, but you know what? You already have another long title reign that you have a big build to someone winning. I know you're not going to have it
0: for Bianca, so just just screw it. WWE Intercontinental title match, Gunther... uh, I was about to say, Gunther defeats Mustafa Ali. (laughs) (laughs) Gunther defeats Mustafa Ali. What more do we say than that? Uh, Uh, I think you previewed it perfectly. Uh, um, Do you think this match is is longer or shorter than five minutes?
2: If it's longer than five minutes, it's going to be really good. Yeah. That said, I don't think it's longer than five minutes. Oof. Oof. Sorry, Ali. Sorry. I mean, Gunter just... They're building to Gunter and Matt Riddle, which... Sure. Once upon a time, that was a great match, and uh, I think progress. <laughs> I, think I watched. It was like 10 minutes, and it was insane. Yeah. Uh, it's considered one of the best sub-10-minute matches of all time. That being said... I'm not excited for Matt Riddle in twenty twenty three. So yeah. uh is what it is. But yeah, poor poor Mustafa.
0: I liked I liked him at one point, and now he's just becoming a Ziggler. Yeah, yeah that's good that's a good call.
2: Tough tough life. Except he'll never get the world title.
0: Oof. He's tried. There was a point, there was a point in time, but now the biggest supporter is in a different company. Um Tris Stratus versus Becky Lynch. Oh, we're gonna rock and roll! Point the sky, yeah. Next match, Raw. Trish,
2: Trish, Trish is gonna have to wear more clothes in this match than she's wore her entire career.
0: <laughs> Becky should win, by the way. Becky should win. Uh, the, yeah. This is how I previewed is this Trish, match. Trish is now still injured, I presume. I thought Lita was hurt. No, I believe it was Trish that she said at WrestleMania was injured. I'll double check that. But.
2: Oh, like an actual, like actual injury?
0: Yes, I believe I believe it was Trish Stratus that said at WrestleMania that oh. she was working injured. Oh well, either way,
2: Trish versus Becky is the type of match where the
0: idea of it is better than the match itself. Uh, yes, to confirm, at WrestleMania, Trish Stratus worked through a partially torn hamstring
2: oh <laughs>
0: That's terrible. Obviously this she is, is is she good? Uh it's a month month and a half later. I don't know. Why did not they just save this for
2: money in the bank or
0: something? I don't know.
2: I'll wait because Saudi probably gave Trisha a lot bigger con a lot bigger money to wrestle on the show.
0: Exactly. Never mind. Um <clears throat> Is it time for the triple main event? <laughs> yes, it is time for the triple main event, Raw and SmackDown Tag Team title matches. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are defending their titles against Roman Reigns and Solo Sikoa. Roman Reigns here. This is his thousandth day as world champion, and he's wrestling in a tag team title match. Do you think he wins here, or do you think the Usos are going to turn on the Bloodline and not really side with Owens and Zayn? Don't really sure how, that, how that's going to be, or are the Usos going to help Roman and Solo win the tag team titles.
2: I've landed at there's a middle ground in that the Usos cost Roman solo. They're going to act like it was an accident, but it was on purpose. Inter- if that makes sense. Interesting. The type of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like they're going to turn to the camera and you're going to have like J Uso winking to the camera, but not actually. I think that's more interesting to me than them just accidentally doing it, Mm -hmm. and I think that's more interesting to me than just doing the straight up turn in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, like I feel like the crowd. uh, No offense to you know, I'm I'm not. This is an attack on the fans. Like I know the fans there. They you know they enjoy seeing the shows, but to me. I feel like you should pay off the Jey Uso, fi- you know, finally turning thing at a big show. I don't look at Night of Champions as a big show. I don't know about you.
0: No, I don't really think, think we mean. almost didn't preview it. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think we know well, how we feel. Part here. of the reason I don't pre—I don't feel the need to really preview these shows is because it's a Saudi Arabia show, and I don't want to give them press. I don't want to give them publicity. But it well, that's is... why it won't be in our title, maybe. Well, it's it's just, you know, it is but it's also like how like these shows how like wrestling media works is that like fucking WB is the biggest yeah. company in the world. We have to cover their things. I just heavily wanna stress here, I don't support the show. I don't like the show, I don't like Saudi Arabia, I don't care how big of a show it's going to be, it's all bullshit. At the same time, like it's all guaranteed money, like watching, having a Peacock subscription and watching the show is not going to or, or not watching the show is not going to affect their bottom line. I would have to unsubscribe from Peacock earlier this month or whatever um, and not get paid for this month. I would have to, you know, like uh, the, the, it's just dumb. It, like it's guaranteed money. There's it's nothing no I can do. It. There's nothing I can do as a as a customer or consumer to stop WB from doing more of these shows because they're getting guaranteed money. The only like only thing I could do would be to cancel my Peacock subscription, but that like hurts WB tangentially. You know, so it's barely. Yeah. yeah, so it's that's it's that's minimum of what I can do. They they I don't know what percentage of my $10 a month they get, but uh it's, no. <laughs> I doubt it's a yeah. lot.
2: I think they got a I think they, I think they got like a flat guarantee type thing i don't even think it's like oh you're not streaming anymore that means WWE gets less money exactly i think they just got the money and they're like yeah yeah here you go
0: anyways i think i think the usos are going to turn in the bloodline and then that's going to feud off into jay uso versus roman or something at money in the bank and that's the title money match money there in the bank. i think that makes just sense money in the Bank. i think i think they're the problem is is that like Doing that, start collapsing the bloodline. Does that mean are we going to start collapsing the world title reign for Roman? You know, these are the things I think about. Or how much longer you would longer think it ends?
2: In, you would think the reign ends at Summerslam.
0: Against whom? it would Cody at Summerslam this year.
2: Yeah, it's going to end against.
0: Cody. But they're on two different brands. <laughs> yeah, yep, because that matters. Second main event: Brock Lesnar versus Cody.
2: Yeah, with Cody like has a broken arm or something. Yes, he
0: did not see a doctor. He saw Triple H, and Triple H said, "By his own eyes, he can tell it's a broken arm." Doctor Triple H, Doctor uh, H, Doctor Hunter, uh, Doctor Dr. Hunters, uh, Doctor Hunter is just Craven, the the Hunter. Um, yeah, so I think Brock is winning here. Um, I think the idea here is that having Cody wrestle with a broken arm that. He will look, um, you know, he has an out for his defeat for losing to Brock. Oh, he wrestled for broken arm, he that, of course, he lost. Uh, and then Brock will go on and probably challenge Seth Rollins for the title and See, probably you win say it.
2: that. I say Galaxy Brain, they're going for Cody and Seth in the hell in a cell, but. In storyline, where Cody overcomes the odds uh, with a broken arm to somehow beat Brock Lesnar because they, because somehow Cody, the Cody verse has made its way into WWE, folks. It's made its way all the way to WWE. And I feel like this is the type of thing that. I don't know. I could be way off here, but I think Cody wins here. He enters the money in the bank ladder match. He wins the money in the bank and he cashes in on Roman Reigns for the main event of SummerSlam. That is what I've decided. That is what I'm going with. Maybe Brock just smashes him and kills him. It's over.
0: Well, you say that, that's but, just as possible. You say that, but I kind of like this idea of Brock beats Cody. Brock then beats Seth Rollins at summer at, at let uh, no, just stay with me stay with me here at SummerSlam, cody has the briefcase and now cody can decide if he wants to beat brock lesnar for the title uh, or go to and try to defeat roman again
2: i don't want set to lose
0: <laughs> i know i know well that's shooting w that's wd's shooting him in the foot see, that's what i'm see, saying
2: see when you said that I instantly thought you were booking me Roman versus Brock again. Well all the titles are
0: the line. Now we're talking. Let's now we're now well, see, we're actually and I was talking. Like, I hate that you're kind of probably gonna
2: end up being right if that happened. Yeah, don't do that.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there, I guess. And then the world heavyweight title tournament final match, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins, a new world champion's getting crowned. When this doesn't main event.
2: They'll just further the idea that this belt is secondary.
0: Does this match happen before or after Roman?
2: Uh, (laughs) I'm guessing before because it's WWE, but it should happen after in the main event. Mm -hmm. But um, well, think about it this way, right? Rock's probably just going to want to get the hell out of Saudi. So he'll probably go first. Yeah. He either goes first or last, yeah. So Cody and Brock's out of the way. <laughs> then you're going to be like, "All right, do we just stick Roman in the middle of the show, or, or does he main event another show with the tag team titles on the line because he's Roman?"
0: It's a great question. These are all great questions that I wish I had any sort of answer to.
2: Yeah, ah, uh, that sets a set round.
0: It's, yeah, <laughs> no. I think I think Seth Rollins winning. I think you can't put it's the title on AJ Styles. Does. Seth Rollins is younger. Aegis Styles said that the belt is already third rate under Roman. So I that I, was the. I'm not winning this, brother. So I'm gonna <laughs> bury it on my way out, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's that's what's gonna be happen here. Um, All right. now to champions. <laughs> happening at we're never going to talk about it on the show so happening yeah. at 9 a.m in the morning probably i don't know it's um, 1 p.m for us oh good for them Um uh, well you actually you mentioned you mentioned that let's let's talk about our schedule so patreon.com forward slash counterpod uh that we got a lot of stuff schedule this is a schedule talk a lot of stuff coming your way patreon.com forward slash counterpod is where we'll be doing our live instant reaction to double or nothing You can subscribe to any tier on the Patreon to be able to listen to that live and join the conversation with us. We would love to have you there. So definitely check that out. Um, Additionally, we have a lot of shit happening of our schedule coming up because I'm going to a wedding next week and then you are going, I don't know where you're going, but you're going somewhere the week after that. I think it was vacation the week after that. Um, So we have the Double or Nothing review on Patreon this Sunday. Then we will be recording our next episode on the... We still decided the 5th. I think we're do, still doing it.
2: Yeah. Uh, that was, um, yep, that's what you
0: said. Uh, June 5th, which is the Monday after Dominion. So we'll be talking... Nights, probably. Probably Nights. The so Ring Post Radio Nights on the 5th. Um, we'll be talking Dominion on that show. Against All Odds. New Japan's All Together Again show. Um and whatever else
2: comes whatever, up with more time.
0: whatever else comes up the following week currently we have scheduled a interview i'm not gonna say who with but currently we have a scheduled for the following week it's not we don't have recorded yet that's what i'm not gonna say anything yet i'm gonna say it until it's until we have it locked in the can um but we have a schedule that's going to come out for the week where sky's at vacation um for a replacement bonus episode for ring post radio with an interview um so that should be interesting. I think it's going to be a good interview. Um we just haven't recorded yet. So I'm not going to say anything about sh- more about it, but that'll come out on June 11th. And then you mm-hmm. and I will be back actually recording on a Sunday on June 18th. That episode we'll be talking Forbidden Door 2. We'll be talking Collision. Collision. Um episode one. and then whatever else we'll be talking about. Tri- Triple Mania? <laughs> Who knows. What, whatever. Whatever, yeah. And then and then the week after that We'll be
2: live reviewing Forbidden Door.
0: Yes, we'll do a live review of Forbidden Door immediately afterwards. So if you join the Patreon, you're going to get... Uh, if you jo- I think that might within the month. Yeah, if you join the Patreon either today, tomorrow, or Sunday, join either tier $1 or $5, that monthly cycle starts on that 28th, let's say, of Double or Nothing, and will go to June 28th. So you'll be able to get Double or Nothing and Forbidden Door 2 as instant live reactions that you will be able to get on the patreon.com forward slash counterpod additional patreon content that is coming out i've been doing a series about post elite 2019 ring of honor called new blood about the faction lifeblood with juice robinson and david finley and teniel dashwood and mark haskins and bandito and tracy williams i've been doing that series you can get all that stuff all that stuff Episode three is coming out today. I should have released it earlier, but that's coming out today. Um, and there'll be another episode uh, after that, probably next week. Ryan hasn't seen anything. Our watch along series is starting June 5th. That that day where we're gonna be recording Ring Post Radio Nights. It's starting then. So we'll be starting that series as well. I'm working on other series as well to go along with the Patreon. So for $5 on patreon.com forward slash counterpod, you can get if you sign up for $5 on the 28th of June or today or yesterday or tomorrow, whatever you will be able to get access to all the pro all the new blood, uh, s- retrospective series. I'm doing the first couple episodes of Ryan hasn't seen anything season two, along with the first season of Ryan hasn't seen anything season one and two live instant reactions to double or nothing and forbidden door two, along with whatever else we upload to the Patreon, including, the drop your shorts stuff with okada shorts the uh possibly uh early things for your dose of death any other retrospective series i'm working on i got two other ideas for retrospective series one of them you and i talked about uh while we were recording ryan hasn't seen anything the other day i already started looking into it into it um so a bunch of other stuff coming your way so now's a good time to get on patreon patreon.com forward slash kind of pod that's the hard sell um for that uh plugs any other plugs scotty anything other plugs and your match of the week that we have not talked about
2: follow me at scotty wrestling on twitter uh next week will be the final uh of the hanukkah more series on stardom road so you'll want to check that out we're going to be talking some of her best matches her legacy and the most recent memorial show for her so that should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm just looking at collision tickets right now. See how it's uh, <laughs> selling. Um, it looks like it's selling pretty well. I think they've already oversold Double or Nothing. But that's besides the point. Uh, blah, 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 and my match of the week. I'm assuming it's from Pink's. It is from Pink's. It, it is uh, the main event. It was Miki Wada and Mio Momono versus Sari and Kong. By the way, Suri is very back. Um, good
0: no no stink no WWE stink on her no rust
2: zero stink i've never uh, so i i I said this on my joshi podcasts but her her return match with jihiro hashimoto was the first time i've ever seen someone shake off the rust in the road a match wow like it started and you're like all right you know we'll see and by the end you're like oh shit it's gone (laughs) um and then this match she had no stink so yeah, she uh, she's back, ready to go, and I think she can uh, be the person that really helps Joshi right now. So, outside of Stardom, I should say. So, That's... looking forward to that, and uh yeah, we'll be back next. Week. Oh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, no, nope, Sunday. Mm-hmm. The live review for Double or Nothing. Let's hope it's a good show, people, because our preview wasn't as good <laughs> as as uh, it was good. It was it was, it was a good as, preview. It wasn't
0: favorable. <laughs>
2: No, no, I definitely was I definitely didn't leave the preview saying, ah can't wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 fair. That is fair. Um my match of the week um is gonna be a weird one. Cause you know me. Uh I'm all over the place in my wrestling watching right now. I watched Lord Steven Regal versus the Belfast Bruiser in a parking lot brawl match on Monday night nitro. Uh in nineteen ninety-six. was a good match. What can I say? It's a good match. Oh. This is the Belfast bra- Belfast Brawler is Fit April. Finley. Uh if you do not know. He's Fit Finley versus William Regal, essentially. That's a wild
2: match to watch. Did you did you see
0: what I'll, it, I'll, it you I'll, should I'll watch, watch it? You should watch it. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's only six minutes long. Pretty good. Check it out. Right. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Hey, Check it pretty out. Good. It's on Peacock. Yeah. Pretty good. Um you, you were gonna say something else? No, we'll, we'll talk about it after. All right. Perfect. Um, so subscribe to patreon.com forward slash such pod. Follow the whole show at, at pod. Follow me at Ryan. I follow Scotty at Scott E wrestling, subscribe to the show. Uh, we're going to be moving the schedule around as I just already laid out. So, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show to make sure to be able to get everything, whether you're subscribing to our YouTube channel or our, uh, uh, Twitch account, uh, wherever you're watching this live stream, subscribe there to make sure you get those live streams when they're happening or conversely, on the audio versions, you can be able to uh, hear that, uh, all, hear all that stuff uh, on whatever podcast platform you use. So make sure you subscribe to Ring Post Radio and tell all your friends about it. We got a lot of stuff. It's going to be a big summer. I'm excited. Um, yeah. we appreciate excited it. for Collision. Excited for Collision, baby. Goodbye. This has been a Count Out Podcast.
4: Yeah, man. can said we've got to do an ad. I've never done one before. Uh-oh. What should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I, like, I ever made an ad before. What do what, what we do an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips, like, here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there, too. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. see. Heard that here, Michael Richards calling <laughs> Jay White small. Compared to him, Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. This picture you've painted for me, I, I want to hang it up. I want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom. Yeah,
2: we don't have a WWE tryout or a New Japan tryout every second week, and now I'm in Bullet Club.
4: And here, Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega. Do you want to just go off about this match? How do you take or talk about one of? I think probably the best matches you've ever seen. That's an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, that works. That, that That's that's brilliant because then all our work's already been done for us and we don't have to do anything. Aha, uh-huh. past us did it, present us living in the now. Look at us. Look, Look at, at that. us being frigging brilliant. Mate, minimum effort, maximum output. Okada Shorts podcast. Check it out on the Countout Network at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe, listen or die.